You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Everybody and welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that returns from the host being sick like a dog for basically a week. Uh, come back on a Monday to discuss pro wrestling and everything that's happened. Basically, tournament season of the summer, you know, it, it is the stuff is happening as we speak. Probably somewhere off in the globe, a tournament match is taking place. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan Nightsey. <clears throat> I, I'm coughing. St- I'm still recovering from sickness. And I got a little bit of a cough, but other than that, I'm still getting better. Um, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the healthiest man this side of the Mississippi, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm here. I have a lot to say. On a lot, you know, we don't have a lot of topics today, but I got a lot to say. So even if there's not a lot of topics. There will be a lot of me jibber jabbering, and that's all you need to. That's all you need to know. He was G one. I'm coming for you. You were working stiff in the uh, pre texting uh, before the show. Yeah, yeah, I'm working a little stiff lately. I, uh, <laughs> I don't have anything to hold back anymore. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, no, I, I, the the bad news about like so here's the thing about being sick and having like a fever and everything. So it's like, yeah. I think I had like some sort of sinus infection or whatever. So I had like a fever right around my temple. Yeah. So you're in massive pain, massive pain. My back also hurt for some reason. But uh, so like it, just be old. it was like I had a headache and, and a fever and everything. Mm. So my like I couldn't keep my eyes open. Yeah. And at a time so you when watch you. Anything. Yeah. So in like time when you want to like catch up and watch all the wrestling that you've missed throughout the entire year. It's like I can't keep my eyes open at all for like three well, days so i've done my best to get for you it. i did catch up on all wrestling throughout the year 
which is pretty crazy. So uh, you're fully caught up in your list. Fully caught up, baby. Oh, Just have to watch Stardom show today. God and damn. I'm done. God. And, there's only done. Like, and there's really only like three matches that matter, technically. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I watch them all while I watch the ones that don't matter. Sure. Like just periodically while I'm doing things. But um, yeah, I'm pretty much there. Pretty much there. Damn. It's pretty crazy. I've never, I haven't been this caught up in forever. I mean, the G1's back tomorrow so that'll ruin everything but yeah that's it was nice t- 10 more matches slapping right on your desk or whatever if you think i'm watching every match you nuts i haven't watched one chase Owens match and i'm the happiest person wow. that watched the g1 this year i have watched besides ev- people that probably haven't watched that's fair <laughs> i've watched every match up to night five that's as much as i can get it caught up to well, folks, don't you worry. I'll take care of the yeah, rest. Yeah, he'll take care of me. But I did watch night two of Stardom with the matches that matter, so I got that over you, I guess. You do. I watched three matches over your 50, whatever. Yeah, the G1's long. Yeah, the G1's <laughs> long. But how are you doing otherwise? Uh, how How's things going with the new job and whatnot? Oh, it's good. It's good. I can't, I can't complain. I mean, work nine to five from home, punch out rest of my day is mine i'm record i'm sitting here recording in my old job this wasn't even imaginable no so this is great this is great and uh i mean i get to keep up to date with all the wrestling going on which mm-hmm. because I, there's something new every day not about all in but everything else there's something new yeah all in doesn't exist folks all we're in just- we'll get to all in in a moment for sure uh let's just say they're not all in <laughs> well the, they're slowly starting to be all in they're they're very they're it's funny i was watching a clip today of uh jeff jarrett doing promo for all in in london um and i was just thinking to myself I was like what is he promoting what, like what matches like what, what, what the show the show the is road to sh- the road to show to all of <laughs> the, sh- the show is literally just i don't we're we're going AEW making their debut in london england at wembley it's the tickets are sold basically everywhere like seventy thousand sold no matches to promote just uh some early what they're selling tickets to nothing i mean what are we doing I have here? so many i have so many takes on this we're gonna save them we're gonna save them till we get there i mean i let's just why don't we just open the bag i feel like going loose <sighs> i'm typically right, you know i typically have like a timeline of things there are topics we're going to talk about SummerSlam, of course g1 climax five star and sayakamatani um noah's and one tournament's happening this weekend come on now um you know but we have we have topics here but i feel like it's maybe the worst opening night of a tournament i've ever seen yeah yeah <laughs> and i feel like this episode maybe we go flat i was i was gone last week so maybe we can get some of my death before dishonor thoughts yeah, well that's it here's a this is perfect let's just start off with all aew related yeah things, baby which when starts with a little bit of blood and guts blood and blood, blood blood death and before guts. dishonor mm-hmm. so ryan let me ask you let me let me take the chair over once again for a second then i'll give it back i don't want to i don't want sure, it sure, too sure. Long. last week was a struggle and a half for me uh, i was like <laughs> i don't know how to run this show uh this is why ryan's here well i appreciate that i guess no, I mean it. I mean it. I was like, this 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 system works with Ryan in mm-hmm. charge, not me. Not me at all. But <laughs> how did you enjoy Blood and Guts? Blood and Guts was good. I thought it was a great match. Uh I greatly enjoyed now <laughs> the as I loved Moxley, Omega, and just their nonsense. I love the brutal Moxley violence. Carried the match. Don't 
going at me. Moxley, I would agree, carry the match. <laughs> so <laughs> here's the take. Give me the Kotobushi take. I'm waiting. <laughs> sucks, dude. <laughs> He sucks. I hate saying it, but it's like he wrestles Friday too. I, I, good like, for him, man. <laughs> like, like I, I've seen two, three Kota Ibushi <laughs> matches now, and it's like, man, this guy is. I mean, this guy. I mean, this this last match. I guess it's Murder Ibushi or whatever. But it's like he's just sleepwalking over here. And, you know, I get it, it's a chaotic match, and he's not doing much in it or whatever. But like, just walking around the ring. Not doing much, but uh, yeah, he was laughed, but pretty much everyone that match, <laughs> it was like everyone was great, and then Abushi was there, and I was like, damn, where's let's bring back Cody Rhodes, let's get him back in this company, and <laughs> <laughs> um, let's bring back Cody Rhodes, let's br- let's bring back something, yeah, uh, yeah, no, but the besides Abushi, which I thought was a, kind of a letdown, I was really hoping for something, and after three matches, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna watch the Gleet match, but you know, uh, I don't know. Um, he's got a lot of people to carry him in that match. It's ten men. <laughs> that is true. Well, he had ten men here. Ten. He was nine. He was the tenth man here. Um, true. Bloody guts. True. Otherwise, that I thought the the brutal creativity was bar none. I think the best it's ever been. And yeah, that was a great show. That was a really good show. Was the was the dance battle in that show too? The tag match. Yeah. I fucking, I want to bang my head against the wall when i saw that the dance hottest battle. segment of the entire show i wanted to bang myself <laughs> in, in person it was the hottest oh yeah i segment. forgot you were there in person yeah. god damn i was i i lived through the dance battle i so so i don't i don't know if i said this last week but when the dance battle happened i was like this can't be on tv no <laughs> And then I learned that it was, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And then, he, and then you got a text message for me, like almost immediately saying, "I'm, fu- oh, yeah. I'm fully a collider now. I'm out." Yeah, you don't, you don't want my takes on Collision and Dynamite. I don't think we want to go that far. But I mean, if you do, you can bring me in. Well, I, I have thoughts on it because it's like it's very apparent. A much better show in my mind. Collision, you know, I've heard it described as like meat and potatoes. It's very much like. Kind, I mean, kind of was what like Dynamite was at the beginning. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. I mean, as many like detractions I've Small had prop. and and made about the show before previously, it's kind of just at, like at this point, like you know, it, it's wrestling is happening and yeah. Dynamite in con, in contrast in a contrasting statement uh, is is trying to get the most pop culture it can be to get the most wrestling fans. And the, the way to do that, as I think is to become more like WWE with dance battles. Which and is not what you want, which is not, not what I want from AEW. I want to, you know, it feels like collision so with me. Yeah. It feels like in. collision has become the challenge brand and like yeah. dynamite has become the flagship for Warner brothers. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, CM Punk had a great quote when this was all coming out. It said, "What you're gonna get is some motherfucking professional wrestling." I'm getting exactly it. what I, we've got. I watched the last <laughs> episode. I got like a, a four star match in there. I got a three and three quarter match in there. I'm having a great time mm-hmm. because when you say meat and potatoes, that's pretty much the roster they have at hand. Yeah, and they all have something going on. Yeah, it it feels like everyone's and and I like also the choice of obviously he's not here right now, but Kevin Kelly and Ian uh, Riccoboni. What I like about them as 
commentary people is that I think they are very great researchers and they're very, and the best aspect to them is getting the story across. Excalibur yeah. can do that, but his better thing is calling moves. Um, sure. Inra Kabani and, and Kevin Kelly are so much better at like researching and telling you the story and laying it out during the match in a way that is like laid out with the climaxes of the match. Um, they are, they excel at that. They're so much better at being like the, the number one guy. It's um, just a better feel for the show. Yeah. And, and you want to, you want a commentary hot take. I, I like Excalibur a lot, but like that, the something of like laying out the story and in, in a good climatic way yeah. is something Jr. was kind of better at, uh, yeah you know, at, at doing now, granted he's gotten a lot worse in the past years, but he, that's something he was always good at is laying out yeah. the sort of story of everything. But that's a take for another day, I guess. I mean, there's a conversation to be had and I've had this talk with some people. It's that my, my preference for commentary yeah. is people like reacting to the move rather than just being like, Oh, he hit a Canadian destroyer. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Cool. Sounds good. Like when Eric Cavani loses his mind for something, like mm-hmm. I like that because I feel that. Yes. Right? You feel it. It brings the moment up a little bit more. And I just think uh collision itself has a better feel to it these days as well. But I won't uh I won't rag on dynamite too much. I don't think it's gonna get better before all in or all out all of a sudden. But this week has a nice loaded week. So that's just Yeah. And then and then Death Before Dishonor, I thought that was a fantastic yeah. show. Um, like top down. If they like built to it, <laughs> dude. That show. It, so I I looked at the Ring of Honor episode that aired following Death Before Dishonor. Right, it would yeah. have been this past Thursday. They yeah. are doing another TV title tournament, which, by the way, is how they got Dalton Castle to challenge Samoa Joe. So they're doing another one, and you know who is in that tournament? Yeah, isn't it Gravity? Gravity is in that tournament and won, and he's continuing on. And then he wrestled Samoa Joe, the ROH TV champion, in a non-title match and lost. What are handily, we? He handily lost in like two minutes. <laughs> Th- this guy is winning in a tournament for a title that Samoa Joe held, and he loses to the champion. Like it's like get out of the tournament. Like you're really. Mean, like, what are we doing? Like it's like Ring of Honor television sucks. Like I'm not even watching it. I'm so behind on it, yeah, and they're doing stuff it. that like doesn't even make sense in comparison to AEW. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's dark. It's just dark. It's just become like dark, and they're and it, it, it's, it's actually worse than dark. Dark used to at least have like cool people pop up on it. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Did uh, would that would have come out like last week or something? Right? Did has Dave like published like the pay per view buy estimates or anything yet? Have we seen that? They said it was quite low on TV, but well, yeah, you have to factor in that Honor Club also added the f- uh, uh, factor that you can buy it. Plus, it's Honor no. Club; they don't announce analytics right. or so anything. I'm sure that's part of the change. Either way, though, it definitely is down from last year. Well, can you, do you buy it off Honor Club? I thought it was off of Bleacher Report. You can buy it off Honor Club now. Okay. Uh, is it after the show or is it during? Live. Oh, I didn't know that. I, did I didn't hear that. about anyone that did it, though. So I literally I did works. not know that. That yeah, is so interesting. You, can buy it on there. You, you know, bring that up and maybe getting eventually into the all-in, all-out conversation and pay-per-views and all that stuff. They just, uh, what did they, what did they, um, 
try to get the they trademarked AEW Plus, I think. Yeah, so there you go. I, you know, that's what that'll be. And then you can have a streamer service like Ring of Honor, Honor Club. Maybe that becomes AEW Plus. And you can get Ring of Honor and AEW television, all that stuff. But then you can, but then you purchase the pay per views through the that service. I mean, that'd be good. I mean, you're keeping all that money. You're not doing any money through Bleacher Report. It's right. it's you're having they, your own stream. It's I mean, I support the writers and actors, but that's exactly what the studios are doing, and that's why that we're in the streamer yeah. mess that we're in right now. It's yeah. it's 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 making sure that the your product the stuff you're producing is essentially being distributed in house versus going to theaters or going to uh right. you know someone else is selling selling off the whatever the theaters else. thing is so weird that they do that um i did notice that they are changing oh that um they've announced all well they haven't announced it but all in's popping up on comcast and direct tv now i saw that too i saw thank uh, god thurston tweeted that Yes. Like, can we just? No, I don't want to. I don't use Bleacher Report. I use cable, so I don't oh, want old use... school man over here. Mister well, you know old why? Because it means I don't have to stream it. And I don't have to fear <laughs> anything. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You just have cable, making sure the cable works. You don't have to worry about the internet. Exactly. Exactly. And at one o'clock Eastern on the twenty seventh, I'd like to just be able to turn it on and not have to worry. But. That's, That's me being me. I guess we should talk about the actual all in, huh? Oh wait, wait. How did you like Death Before Dishonor? Right? Yes, I like Death Before okay. Dishonor. I thought uh, the main event, Athena and uh, I was going to say Kira Hogan, Athena and Willow, <laughs> Nightingale. I just I was thinking of Collider and thinking of Kira Hogan. How she's not really doing. They did anything. that match like three different times. So I, it been that, bad. that was also an honor club, if I'm not mistaken. But I thought Athena, Willow, Nightingale was uh, fantastic. Um, uh, it, it is weird. Devastated. <laughs> Devastated. De- of course, of course, Willow is not going to get the win. And Tony Khan had, has, she has to go to some other company run by other people. Um, but I thought that was a fantastic match. I thought it was the well-deserved main event. I thought yep. they both played their roles exceptionally well. Um, I mean, Athena is probably the best women's champion today. I gotta think about that one for a second. I've went pretty far. I mean, she's at least top five women's champions today. Uh, I've maybe three. I've went as far calling her this the best world champion right now. Though mm-hmm. that 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 goes on her booking more than her yeah, matches. Sure. And and, right? and to be fair, her booking is also like she'll have like squash matches on Honor Club. Yeah, or... I mean, other other than Roman Reigns, who's obviously booked to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's sure, been sure. booked to superstardom. I think she's just done such an incredible job of raising up a title that's never really had care before. Oh yeah, I mean, the <laughs> title was like the Women of Honor, which was on Kelly Klein, and then it just forever. It, it, yeah, and then it imploded when that whole situation with Ring of Honor fell apart. Then they had Roxy. Then yeah, then it, then eventually it came back <laughs> to the women's title with Roxy, who who then Ring of Honor dissolved, and then she lost yeah. it to Diana on Impact, and she left. Diana lost it to Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> And then that and Athena got it. Yeah, and then Mercedes Martinez kind of got injured and really didn't do anything. And then Athena got it and is actually like making it something. The problem is just yeah. she's on Honor Club and no one's watching her. That's I mean, the I'm not worst watching part. her. I don't, like 
Why isn't she on TV? Claudio know. is. I mean, she's not in a faction, I guess. I guess not, but hey, you, you know, you know, Tony Khan, with all the women's wrestling conversations <laughs> as of late, maybe you should put your best on there. Dude, just that, an idea. <laughs> that I gasped when the Britt Baker Taya Valkyrie match ended on Wednesday, and they cut immediately <laughs> to a sign dead center in the frame that says book was it book women's wrestling better or something like that? Yeah. I gasped when I saw that. I was like, there's no way they have this match and then cut to that sign <laughs> and hold on it for so long. Hold on it screenshot so long. that real easily. Yeah. I was like, what are we doing? Um, I'd like to ask, I would like Maria Canellas to tell us the truth of how she feels about the women's division in AEW. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's not in the room. They're hiring. No, they're hiring no, producer no. after producer every single week. She's she's not in the room. What is, what is how what many is how many female how many female producers are in that room? AEW. I mean, that's a. I'm not saying you know the women's wrestling. They is have a coach. Who they have a coach. Madison Rain, baby. But uh, a coach is, to my understanding, a coach is different than a producer. Yeah, a producer is the guys in the I writer think. writings room, like putting the matches. Yeah, the together coaches the were originally producers, and then they just were like, you know what, screw them. Yeah, it sounds like the coaches are just like helping people train and stuff. Like, I don't ha- think Chris Hero would give a shit about women's wrestling. I would think so as well. He would. I mean, Chris Hero in there, along with like Kenny Omega, they can really revamp the women's division of Joshi. When Chris Hero's got, look at these West Coast Pro announcements. They got which, <laughs> Joshi wrestlers at the Wazoo over here. Um, when Hikaru Shida is your new women's champion, I think we'll know that they're switching it up. Plus, you know, plus you also have like all these uh, Joshi promotions starting like before the end of the year. Um, you're gonna have well, crap. Did you see the update about that? <laughs> Give me that update. <laughs> oh boy, we have we might we may have jumped the shark. We we're, we're gonna have to wait and see on this one. Uh, so Reese right. Sarah is the latest name to be confirmed for the Joshi promotion starting up in New York City. Yes. They already took a step back, though. <laughs> so remember when I said September? It's now just in the fall. And All I right. Said, there it is. The strategy is explained as a huge focus on developing short and long form anime content related to the wrestling. Now, what does that Names mean? and characters will be slightly modified. So I, so I think the idea. Now, are we talking actual animation being done? In which case, it will take forever to animate. I was like, this is my thought. I was like, anime is a cartoon. Yeah. Can confirm. (laughs) Why do we have real wrestlers? Yeah. How how is it anime? Like, are you going to have animes in between matches and then they wrestle as real people? Is it like... Someone said it could be like Lucha Underground. Yeah, I was going to say, like, is it like highly scripted, like anime trope stuff? They said the the names are going to have to change. I was like, okay. But like, this doesn't feel like a start in the fall situation anymore. (laughs) That that feels, I mean, I'm talking like writer strike. You're going to have writers, you know, like it's anime content. You got to come up with this stuff. Like, this this, to, this sounds quick. this sounds like a lot as i said and i'll say this more in the future as more and more comes out 
it is either going to be an absolute hit, you know, the anime aspect gets them a nice deal, some because mm-hmm. the whole de- clearly they're trying to get on streaming with this anime mindset. Yeah, if they get a nice deal, it's a hit, people love it, or it's going to be an absolute flop. There's no in between. I mean, if it's like proper animation, it's going to take like years to put it together. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Well, they've with? already been doing it for years. I that's guess, the thing. It's like, I guess that's true. Okay, there's there's no way you had Tomoka Inaba just signed up for years. <laughs> so yeah, like maybe know. they were animating like stuff for a very long time, and now they're just putting the actual likenesses on these people on these uh, models. Eh, that could be it. That could be it. Plausible, I guess. I don't know. But but but, but, but either we way, get it. We get, we. With AEW, there's going to be more Joshi talent in the States for either whatever this company is called. What is it? Kitsune is another company that's kind of from indie promotion that's starting. Yeah. West Coast has a shit ton. Um, there's a lot of Joshi there's talent. There's a lot of talent. There's a think, lot of talent. And if, and, if, and if Kenny Omega and the Elite are staying, you know, that between that and Chris Hero, you would think that would be a good voice for women's wrestling? If they aren't staying. There's a bigger problem at hand, and I don't think the women's, <laughs> I don't think the women's promotion is going to get top billing. Did you see that? <laughs> I wasn't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm currently unemployed because of the writer's strike and the actor's strike, which I fully support and everything, but, uh, you know, so I, money is kind of tight around the old Nightsy household right now. But I'm seeing this Duluth show uh in between all in and all out and you got a double taping of collision yeah. and dynamite i'm like ooh, you gotta baby it's getting saucy it's getting it's getting better all, that's all a spicy a one right there that's a spicy taping right there <laughs> and i also saw that i was like so what's with rampage <laughs> are we doing a rampage that Friday? <laughs> is that happening yeah, um, it's gonna be before the show they're gonna ask, they're gonna toss out their uh commander versus kip sabian again and you'll just like it okay no, they're also doing like that's they're gonna fly to London, England, and then bring everyone back for a Wednesday show. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone goes off to Chicago. Chicago. Not even Wait for Saturday. Not even the Saturday before. No, no, so so Duluth, Georgia, is before all in. Is it before? I thought. Is it the yeah. last one? I thought it was in because between. they're because that's why they're taping Collision because Collision's gonna be in the United Center the day before. All out. Yes, you're right. So it's that it's, makes more sense. It's, okay, so they can do collision on Saturday, so they can travel for all in. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, let's talk about all okay. in, all out. Yeah, let's talk about all in, huh? I have a lot to say about. So we're a uh, month an out. Event that doesn't uh, less than a little yeah. less than a month out at this point. It based on collision last Saturday, they are finally starting something with the CM Punk promo, <laughs> uh, which in the way he does it, obviously. He, he puts a spotlight on the fact that no one's talking about this show. I guess I'll talk about it first. But we have that. Not wrong. We have the, you know, he's <laughs> he's on posters and everything, so one presume he's on the show. He's he's touting around this real world championship and all that stuff. Um, so you got that. You got Jeff Jarrett in London right now, and he's hyping up something. Um, hyping up a, a show that doesn't have a card. Um, so... But that's kind of it. We talked about pay-per-views and AW Plus and this. That's all in, baby. That's <laughs> we don't even know what's happening with that. Like we don't like that. We still have no idea. A month, a little less than a month away. No idea how to even purchase the show. I mean, well, we do have a rumor for a match. What's the rumor for the match? Via Fightful. Okay. Which is Will Ospreay's match. Yes, Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho, which got something. didn't get a lot of praise online, but I think the internet's <laughs> nope. anti-Jericho more so than anything else. 
I think they're at Ty Jericho and they got their hopes up about Kenny versus Osprey three yeah. on that show, which I've... never was gonna happen. No, and with the Don Callis stuff, it's definitely headed Osprey versus Jericho. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I'm okay. Takeshian Kenny probably. Takeshian Kenny could be good. I think on that one could of be those good. shows. Yeah. That's, that's... See, that's here's the problem. I have to say one of those shows. Let's let let. All right, I'm done. Why <laughs> did they plan it here? <laughs> like there is an entire year to pick a Sunday. Why did you pick the one? Before All Out, your biggest pay-per-view of the year. In the United Center, mind you. It's not, it's not like they're not going big. They're going even bigger than ever this year. We're not filling the 500-people Sears Center anymore, or whatever it's called. We're, we're, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand what the goal is here anymore. And I know a lot of people going to this show that are not very happy right now. Because they've paid for a ticket. They're flying there for the biggest show in AEW history. And Ryan, Ryan, let me, you know what? I'm willing to say this. It's going to be the biggest show in AEW history for a long time. I don't see them topping it anytime. Unless they do Wembley 2 next year and it's even bigger, like a Forbidden Door situation, you know? That or they run a U.S. stadium. But I don't think. Based off of how they're booking this show, you're going to need to talk people into a stadium all over again. You need this show to be your best show. Well, there's something about like the ticket sales for all the other TV shows and tapings and whatnot and like how All In is doing. And I really, truly feel like, like, tell me who is like the biggest money drawing star in AEW right now? And I'll tell you this, Scotty, the answer is a trick question because the answer is the AEW brand, right? The fact that they are going to London, England, finally, the fact that it's Wembley, which means to you, this this show is a big show, even though there's no card, um, like the brand sold this show. This brand has been selling 70,000 plus tickets. There's no, no wrestle, like... At this point, even if you put a wrestler on that show, like how many more tickets are going to move because of the wrestlers? You know, this is fully on the brand. The the wrestlers aren't themselves aren't selling this. It's just the brand. The wrestlers are having trouble at home with the TV tapings. You know, you know the elite are running the hottest feud. BCC are hot in the hot, doing the hottest feud, and that's that's doing fairly well. CM Punk comes back. He's He's nowhere that he used to be, but he's still doing fairly well. Um, ratings are kind of soft in comparison to how they were. There's Collision's no, doing well. Coll- I mean, yeah, Collision's doing well. For Saturday night, Collision's doing well. Collision's doing well for Saturday night, but my point there being that Punk is obviously not the huge draw that he was when he first got here, which was kind of expected. But it, it is this thing of, like, there isn't really, like, a hot money mover other than the brand. And you're right. The only way they can do Wembley, the only way they can do All In 2 is if they somehow... I think the show is going to be great no matter what we're talking about. I think they can put a card together that's going to be beautiful and it's going to be Forbidden Door-esque and it's going to be fantastic. Probably yeah, show of the year. Me. That's fair. <laughs> but the only Just way, because of those show the week after. The only way that right now that AEW could do another t- like high-ticket-moving thing like this is yep. you're right. If they ran a stadium in the States, 
if they ran like another country or something like Australia, maybe they can maybe do something like that. But I don't, I don't really have much presence in Australia, really, compared to like England. Um, you know, if they did stuff like that, then it would like tell the folks at home that like, hey, we can. This is going to be a big show, just like All In. Yeah. But right now, it's like it's having a tough time. No wrestler can take the credit for All In's ticket buying. It's just the brand. No, Jay White can. But so, yeah, well, of course, yeah, uh, will. and he can, and he will, and he will succeed he can, in doing so. I want him his match to be the first announced, just because, yes, uh, just so he could say it. Uh, so I don't want to like I, I I understand how I'm coming off. Like people are gonna be like, you're hating on AEW. No, 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 I don't hate on AEW. This is I'm very success. happy that they have packed a freaking stadium. Not only a stadium, Wembley. Let me get it, see if I can this get Russell Ticks uh, last number. This isn't just a stadium; it's Wembley, right? Like WWE won't bring a WrestleMania there. They don't give a shit. They don't care. This is huge, but, but Ryan, but the people listening at home, you need to make this show feel like the biggest show. CM Punk was absolutely right. He was the first person to acknowledge Wembley in character Mm -hmm. on TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Excalibur and Ian Riccoboni say it every single week. All in at Wembley Stadium. Get your tickets now. But that's a throwaway. They're just throwing it away. Maybe I want a show. Maybe I I won't buy a ticket until I know what the hell I'm seeing. If you don't think about that, yeah, I know there's 77,000 tickets sold. It doesn't really matter. But there's still tickets to be sold. And maybe, maybe you get to that sold out number if you give them a reason to go. I just don't know what the plan is. I don't. I don't know what the plan is for anything. Obviously, we have started the cookie crumbling of the real world champion versus MJF, right? We've start that cookie crumble. Yes. That is that is very obvious that that is the I think the either Wembley or all out. Yes, but where's all out? Wembley? Nope, that's all in. <laughs> don't know, I don't where's, know the difference. In Chicago. Where's in all Chicago. Out? Yeah. Who who's the real world champion? <clears throat> uh ooh, CM Punk, I wanna say. Where are they probably gonna put that match? Ooh, Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. So uh oof. Oof boo boo. What gives? Like I just <sighs> I fear, this this is one of my biggest fears. One of my biggest fears is that they're going to have multiple tag team matches on this show to build to the show the week after. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be a road to all out show. And I'm starting to have the feeling. Do you really think it's, it's a like, road to all out? Do you really think that's a good shot? That's going to not, it's going to be kind of a road to show, not night one, night two. What which 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 wrestling show which of the two shows has a match already? All out. They have Darby versus the TNT champion. That is true. All in has nothing. So all out, by the way, right now, United Center, Chicago, Illinois. They are they've distributed this is at eight hours ago from WrestleTix. They have this is all out in Chicago. They have uh sold eighty six hundred tickets of a setup of ten thousand five hundred. Last year in the Now Arena, they sold 9,000. So they're 400 tickets away from selling how much they sold last year. 
And, and mind you, United Center is very expensive. United Center is very expensive, but also they, again, haven't... They've announced one match so far. Yeah, book people... Yeah, yeah, sure. To be fair. Uh, they'll beat the butt. They'll beat the number. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the uh, research real quick to see if I can find uh, all in... Um, but yeah, keep keep going on that on that rant, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep going. So, it, so, so it let's is a just huge, think about is a huge win. This show, this ticket buying, money it is. Buying, a huge win. It is, but you have to give people a reason to want to see another one. That's the big thing. It's a huge win, but you need to turn a huge win into a long term gain. This show needs to be the best show you've ever had. It does. Like, that should be your goal mentally. In one month span, in a one month span, they are having all in, all out Grand Slam. Why are we doing this? Why is that our plan? I always thought all out and Grand Slam were too close to each other. Then you add your biggest show ever right ahead of it. And it's just, it's just too much. It's too much, and I feel bad for the people that are going to all in. I really do, because they have put the money out. They have put the money out to get there, and they have nothing to look forward to. I've I've heard things about the card enough to know the card has switched multiple times. I'm sure by mm-hmm. now, and you know Brian Danielson got hurt. That doesn't help. Uh, I'm sure and, he had a very and much lo- key match, and out longer than expected as well. Much longer, Jamie Hader as well. That Jamie. takes another. You know, yeah. Jamie Hader was wrestling Tony Storm. Jamie Hader, a back issue. These back issues happening in the locker room. Damn. It's, like you locker. know, you know, Jamie Hader was going to wrestle Tony Storm. You know that was their goal. Yeah, I agree. Because it was just the elbow, but now she's out through the rest of the year. There's no timetable on her return. It, okay, I can excuse these two things. Injuries happen. And who do you think they're building up right now to sort of maybe replace Jamie here? You know, she does like the di- well. She does the dynamite match this Wednesday. I think they probably run it back. Well, I would argue that maybe they're also building up another person. DMD. Uh huh. Yeah, they sure are. Those are your three options right now. And it's a shame that Jamie. And, uh, it's a shame that Jamie Hader has a back injury again. You know, back injury that's going to be delivered. To, you know, can't wrestle. This is what happens when you carry the the, the vision. You get yeah, you back. You know, everything starts to hurt. Um, uh, all in, but, according to WrestleTix, as of July fourth, said tickets distributed. They estimate was at seventy four thousand, pretty pretty much seventy five thousand. I would um, say that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would say that's ginormous. <laughs> uh, but here, here's the thing, right? Like, I'm watching WWE build to a stadium show this coming Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you have pretty much known where this show is going, what this show is going to be for months now. Detroit? Detroit? Yeah. You know they've packed the stadium, Ford mm-hmm. Field. Roman they... versus Uso. I mean, it's happening this Saturday, of course. But I knew that Roman and Uso, Cody versus Brock. Like, And I think what you're sort of alluding to is a bigger issue with the all-in show is that, except for the CM Punk stuff this Saturday, you can't even properly point to a match that seems to be happening at one of these sh- at, at one of these shows. I have 
zero clue. Like, we're like, Sheeta? Uh, like, you and I messages about this. We're like, <laughs> Sheeta would be a good match. And then it was like, ooh, Dynamite, the 200th episode, Sheeta. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe not that like, one. She, that doesn't even, doesn't even make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would you just save it? And then you got, and then after that, maybe, maybe Moxley Orange is an all-in match. Punk, I, maybe, I, maybe, I maybe Cole MJF. Kenny and Takesh just seems like the way to go. Yeah, but, but the elite weren't even heard from last week. <laughs> no, and and now they're facing Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. So they uh. kept the elite off TV. Also, they ran another freaking battle royal on Rampage, but that's a conversation for another day. They they have the Blackpool Combat Club right back into action one week after the war. Right, that they lost. Mm-hmm. That they lost. And the elites just—they didn't say a word about the elite. Elite took a break. It's, I was like, "Did the elite leave and no one knew?" Dude, like, like, did they just get up and say, "See ya, Scotty"? <laughs> I tweeted this out. Or, sorry, X'd it out. I X'd it out like a couple, like uh, that immediately after Dynamite, where they made the announcement for the 200th episode, and I said, yeah. "No title matches, no elite, 200 episodes," and I got like one match announced <laughs> what are we doing it like you got it all eventually remember when like the early days of dynamite where it's like here's the whole show for next week here are like five matches right off the bat and do you know what show's doing that now no let me know collision yeah collision pretty much well, i know for the, the most part higher lineup what, the what's the lineup for show. this what's the lineup for this saturday the real world championship is on the line between CM Punk and Ricky Starks. One match. Um, Give me four more. FTR versus Big Bill and Brian Cage for the AEW tag team titles. And Big Bill, Brian Cage should totally win that match. <laughs> I don't care what <laughs> anyone says. They should win that. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff, but they're already going to die that they're going to get SummerSlam. This is the first time they're going against the WWE pay-per-view live. Oh, yeah. Time. I didn't even think about that. We're going to get a real test to see how much of a crossover in the audience there is and how much of the audience is going to leave and not watch Collision. I'd guess enough. Yeah. <laughs> so if, it wa- if it wasn't SummerSlam, it'd be a different conversation, but SummerSlam is the second biggest show of the year for them. They're going to – it's not going to be good. But you know what? I yeah. I applaud CM Punk for taking it on the chin in a world title match. Hey, you know it's uh it's the real world title, baby. Um, but yeah, AEW's in a it's weird because they're in a they're coming up in their mo- biggest financial. You know, they're going to get millions upon millions of dollars for this show, and we got we know nothing about it. We have no idea how to watch it. We have no idea where to buy it. We have barely any ideas of how what, what stories are being built for it there's a show the week after that is seemingly a separate thing maybe there's going to be pay-per-view bundles no one knows like the fact that a lot of this show is shrouded in mystery is incredibly aggravating um i don't i don't the, the the frustration about it, the aggravation of, of all this shrouded and mystery stuff is that according to AEW and according to Tony Khan and little Mookie Gano with the little paper bully cap, uh, I love Mookie, uh, he, they have some stats that say doing last minute builds are a good idea. I, as a fan, I, I mean, I'm going to watch it anyways. So maybe it, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like, that's the problem is like, as I'm a fan of this product for the most part, and I'm going to watch it anyways, 
but like it doesn't serve i feel like it doesn't serve people like me who want to know and get hyped and excited for this stuff and i don't i can't get hyped and excited for nothing you know shouldn't you be trying to talk people into watching it yeah like you should be doing it like, the entire time why is the last moment the best if option there was, if there was ever a time that wwe fans would be willing to try an aw pay-per-view I feel like it would be a stadium show. Yeah. You know, Simon Miller's going to be all up and down that show. I. It's a shame because, like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I have no idea what these cards are going to be. What I don't even know what I would book. I had an idea, and they scrapped it real quick this past week. I said, you have MJF and Adam Cole win the tag titles. Mm-hmm. You do the turn at all in. You have him defend at all out. It, it was sense. easy. Makes it sense. was an easy path. Yeah that we we're not doing that we're not going down that road at all and don't get me wrong i welcome a different road but i still would have gave him the titles and 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 here's the thing right you have so the idea is the story is that despite losing mjf is still going to give the title match to adam cole at this point you can't do really do a turn i I mean you could do a turn but then you have you do a turn this week yeah but you do a turn this wednesday and then the and then you have three weeks to build to the match, which I guess it's possible. I guess it's fully possible, but, especially but for these what guys. What about Punk? And yeah, and then <laughs> Punk's in the background, just like, hey, looky here, I got a little title belt, and I'll be the week so after. Like, is Punk gonna defend the real world championship against like Jay White? Well, and then on the other show, it's MJF and Adam Cole. To be fair, all you really have to do with that is like MJF retains the title at Wembley, and then Punk walks out with the other title, and then they hold them both up, and then you—that's how you sell your next show. That's really all you gotta do. It's not. It's funny though that one week, one week apart, then you finally get your main event. But it wouldn't be too different from all out last year, now would it? Well, that's also weirdly like that's the thing always that I don't like about the real quote unquote real world title storylines is that you know that down the line there's going to be a match between MJF and Punk and you know that match is gonna be great. So you're kind of just <laughs> on you're like on a wheel basically yeah. like knowing that I don't like know why that made me laugh. Yeah. You know it's gonna be great. You know it's gonna be great. Have, we just gotta sit here and sit on our thumbs and wait. Essentially like essentially it's like we kinda just have to like wait for that match and you know adam cole and mjf they've they've done stuff i've liked they've done stuff i've uh hated um but you know it's that's it's certainly the over. most overact in the company i was gonna say it's certainly over and it's working um and they if you, have the highest selling shirt of the year and if you blow that off at at wembley and then do punk at uh chicago and all out all in whatever the fuck it's called you know it's gonna work <laughs> the whole thing's gonna work it's uh it's just uh, I want to I want to know a little bit. I I guess I'm gonna guess on Dynamite we will get the formal announcement. And this is something also that AEW always does is they always announce the world title match first before they announce anything else. So you know typically your main event or whatever. So like I'm sure on Wednesday we will get the formal announcement that it's MJF versus Cole at Wembley, and then we'll get some more stuff finally coming through. That's my guess. That would be fine by me if that was the plan. I would be perfectly okay with that. I just want them to do something. Yeah, you know, I I, I think the, the problem... By the way, Punk's going heel, if you couldn't tell by the problem. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, 
I think the the problem with AEW right now is that Tony Khan had too many dinners with Gato in the Build the Forbidden Door, and Gato told him about the New Japan philosophy of, no, you can't you can't announce cards for your next show until you do the first show. So you got to do Blood and Guts, and then you got to Dynamite Two Hundred, and then you can start building the Wembley. You know, that's I will say they are definitely waiting on. Takeshi to get back from Japan, mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston to get back from Japan, mm-hmm. but that's only two matches. <laughs> that's not time. your world title. No, that's not your woman's title. That's not your tag team titles. No, I mean, tell me a women's match that's happening on that show. Brent <laughs> Storm, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I, I'd be willing to bet money. Tony Khan has no idea. Yeah, is is <laughs> I've pitched. This is this is like me kind of joking, kind of not. Sheeta versus Soraya, dude. It's gonna be like a tag match of Soraya and Storm versus Sheeta and Breaker. That's what's gonna be. That's probably right. <laughs> That's gonna what's you guys. You gotta have Paige on the show. Yeah, and then they're Soraya. gonna do the fatal four way between uh, TBS title that I saw in Collision. What was it? Mercedes, Willow, and. Chris Hogan, Kiara, Kiara Hogan lost. I don't think she used to be in it, but yeah, I don't know. Then who you throw in? Uh, it's the how do we get Willow on this card because we uh missed the boat on the world title? Who's who's the fourth person? You session moth Martina or something? I don't know. Athena, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes I don't sense. Know, maybe just put Athena on one of these damn shows. Can we get Mark Haskins on the show? He's he's a good, no. he's he's no. he's a great wrestler. No. Why no. not? Why not? He's a great wrestler. No. He's no. On, I checked several times. He isn't canceled. I don't want Mark Haskins. They have enough wrestlers. Yeah. They they gotta do well, that's what they gotta do. They gotta do the, the casino battle royale. So Mark Haskins, Simon Miller, they all show up. Grotto or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Uh all the all the special Brit rest guys. Gotta get all the Brit rest guys that aren't canceled on the show. This is crazy. It's, okay, not gonna, last it's, thing on this. it's not gonna take up a lot of time. Rev Pro, great has great promotion. A main event already set for their show, That's <laughs> like a month ago. <laughs> probably anything I'm going to see on the show after. <laughs> Just going off of the fact that it's Osprey and Chris Jericho, and I'll tell you right now, Osprey versus Shingo is better. The Rev Pro has like their entire card already set well, up. They should. They're an indie, of but... course, of course. But the 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 sheer idea that they've had their entire card like built for like. A week and a half, and the main event announced for like two months. It's just like it. It just makes AEW, at least for us nerds, like, come on, guys, should ever get off the pot. Come on, let's do something. Where's Roosh? Oh, he just get him fo- back on TV. He I watched signed. him sign a deal. Bring mm-hmm. my boy back. I think he's coming back soon. He's he probably murder Orange Cassidy. He's probably a collider. You know, that's live and all at all in murder Orange Cassidy in broad daylight. I mean, all in or all. All out, if I were to guess, it's probably gonna See, be there's the problem. You just said the problem. Or all out. Yeah, like that's it. there's your all in problem. It's probably gonna be Trio's title match, House of Black yeah. versus Roosh Andrade and Rolistico or something like that. As long as it's not Preston Vince. God, get him out. Get him off my screen, my god. Just turn like Commander Heel <laughs> him with them. God, like, Commander <laughs> Heel, that'd be wild. Um well yeah, what, let's talk about is, Well, no, they're baby faces. You just put them with them. 
I, well, Andrade's a baby face. Roosh is just Roosh. Yeah, Roosh is just Roosh energy. You know, he he can get away with yeah. whatever. Andrade's definitely a baby face, though. He looks completely different this week. I was like, who who the hell is this guy? I love the singlet look. I love the yeah, like, singlet strap look. It makes him look bigger for some reason, despite already being massive. Yeah, yeah. He was very he was very athletic all again, which is nice. I agree. Let's talk about uh, another big show that's happening this weekend that has a full card. Well, not a full card because there are. Some mystery opponents, I guess. Um, but SummerSlam, we already talked about it. It's a big show you happening. Should have, you should have said it. You should have said it. Let's talk about a real show. Let's talk about <laughs> the real world show. Uh, SummerSlam happening in Detroit, Michigan this Saturday at a Ford Field. Um, Slim Jim Battle Royal, baby. Let's go. <laughs> they got a big time show for us today. A lot of matches. A lot of big time matches. They, I mean, this show feels Decent well matches. built. This show feels well built. I mean, it feels like a lot of stuff they've been building for months. Uh, let's get to it. I mean, I mean, what an idea! <laughs> I hate to say. I mean, whether or not the stories are good is your own personal opinion, but the the show feels built. It feels well I'll built. Say... He's thinking two stories are well built. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the WWE thing. And but the you rest know. is like. There's a cool match. But I can tell, cool but match. here's the thing. I can tell you everything that's kind of happened with these things for the past several months leading yeah. up to this stuff versus four weeks. And see, okay, so I'm not saying I want AEW to switch to this. I do not want this to happen. Uh, of course. But WWE shows, Raw SmackDown. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> Raw SmackDown. The third member are- of Ring Post Radio has arrived. They are used to build two pay-per-views. Yes. That is the entire vehicle. And they nail it over the head. Yes. They nail it over the head, but you know. Yeah. And you look forward to the shows if you're a WWE fan. What what is the, what did this show become? I leave for one week and now we're a pro WB podcast? Is that that's what's happening over here? No, I just want all in to have a match. <laughs> I just want to see a match graphic. That's fair. That is fair. Um, let's talk about SummerSlam. So, of course, your main event, Trial Combat Match, which we, of course, understand. Tri- yeah, tri- yeah, yeah, yeah. Tribal Combat. Ooh, ooh. I don't know what that means. No idea what that means. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. WWE title, Universal title. That's what's listed here on Cage Match, but I think that it's the WWE Universal title or something. Um, <clears throat> don't remember. World Heavyweight. I don't even remember what it's called anymore. But yeah, Roman versus Us- Jey Uso. It, I mean, this feels like the blow-off of the bloodline for months, for years. Oh, do you want to know what tribal combat is? I would love to know what that means. Per WWE? Sure. Per tribal combat, where anything goes, and and but. <laughs> great, great copywriting. And, and but no one can interfere. Until Jay and Roman's, Roman's match is over. No DQ, no count out. The only way to win is pinfall or submission. So it's basically an anything goes match with zero interference. Until there's interference, yes. At the end, after the bell has rung, which is it's not a, Roman, a match. It's a Roman Reigns match. There has to be interference. You would think, but that 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 <laughs> tells me that tribal combat, they're going to uh no jimmy no solo 
Sure feels like we're crowning main event Jey Uso then, baby! You think You think we're, we're taking the title off of Roman Reigns here? There was a report today that Roman Reigns is not... Is not... Um... What's the thing? I don't know. You're What's waving your hand like you're scheduled, saying, scheduled, or he's not promoted for payback, whatever the hell's after payback, uh huh, and Survivor Series. Interesting, but Jay Uso is that could say something, but it's also Roman who's on a lighter schedule, so it could be nothing. Like you could just be, I'm done. I, we have to build up so new this people. Is three pay per views. I know it's three <laughs> pay per views, and one of them is Survivor Series. And Seth still doesn't mean it. <laughs> but it, it, it does mean something. It, I mean, it could mean something. It also could mean something. Uh, it's Roman. If, if it wasn't Roman, I would have said I would have said that's interesting. But the fact that it's Roman and it's his schedule sort of thing, you know, you never know. You never know if this respect guy. main event James. Yeah, I mean Roman Roman Reigns. I don't think I I fully don't believe Roman's losing the title here. I mean, oh, not a shot. <laughs> not I really don't think so. Jey Uso, I think this match would be good. I think the crowd is it, the crowd's gonna be super into it, man. I mean, it's gonna be the hottest match in WWE in like a decade. Uh, maybe not a decade. The Cody and Roman one was pretty hot. <laughs> and this is gonna be hotter because you know the crowd's gonna be super into this already. I mean, you heard you if saw it's that, hotter than that. That'll be incredible. You saw that forty-minute segment that the trial of Roman Reigns that popped that number. You saw what that was over three milli. Maybe this this show is gonna do massive numbers in a, in a failing streamer. Uh, oh, to be fair, any streamer is a failing streamer. Yeah, I, I have a lot of thoughts about streamers right now, nowadays. Um, that's a whole another podcast. Um, WWE doesn't give a shit. They got paid their money. No, they got their bag. <laughs> they got their freaking bag. That's six billion dollars of loss. They're on probably Peacock. the only thing that gives Peacock life these days. I, dude, I mean, wh- what Peacock show is on right now? That you are you watching any shows on Peacock right now? Yeah, I watch The Office, <laughs> <laughs> which they have to pay for the licensing. No, no, that's their own product. What am I saying? Um. I was Anyways. watching, I was watching, but that show came out years ago at this point, m- months ago, whatever. God, I'm, don't, God, I can't I want to watch the Cody Rhodes documentary. Do you think people are watching Twisted Metal? Do you know anyone watching Twisted Metal? Um, no. Yeah, I don't know anybody. I might watch it. Some of Joe's in it. I'm looking at the names on here. It's like, I don't watch any of this, this product. I mean, I, that's the thing about Peacock is that like, I'm not a guy that peacocker. Re- I'm, I'm not a peacocker. I'm not a guy that rewatches TV shows. I don't re- like, I'm not a guy that can watch the rewatch the office. Like once I watch something, I watch it and then that's it. Um, like same thing of movies. It's like, I don't really rewatch things. I just watch it once and like say, hey, great. And then I move on to the next thing. So I'm not gonna rewatch The Office. I'm not gonna get back to Peacock. No, I don't want to Peacock. What the hell is this? SummerSlam. Roman Reigns, Jey Uso. Should I mean the crowd's gonna be super into this. Whether or not I'm super into it is its own thing. It's gonna be. You wanna hear my bold statement? This match is gonna be filled with drama. Big capital D drama. Yes, give me your bold statement. This will be Roman Reigns' best match since Cody. Well, yeah. Probably, probably fair. Cody. Probably I mean, easily Cody. I mean, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I think my fear with this match is I love the Roman Jey Uso matches. I, what I, I think the Cody match a lot, a lot more wrestling. 
my fear of this match is going to have so much drama and very little wrestling. Like it's anything goes, you would think, you know, let's, I want to, I, like, I, I, my fear of this match is, and I think it's a totally valid fear, is that a match like this should totally be guys whipping each other of chairs and, and belts and, 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 you know, taking a, yeah. taking a fucking, you know, one of the little scab things or whatever the shell, puka shell things off the, the tribal chief necklace and like stabbing it in Jey Uso's eye or whatever, you know, it should be full of that stuff. Yeah. It should be blood and all this other stuff. And my fear is that it's going to be like 20 minutes of talking. And it's like, God damn it. I don't like, you this. know, if, if they talked while they were stabbing someone, I'd be fine. I agree. I can get away with that. I can totally get away with that. Like, I, you want to see the cathartic beating each other up. You don't want to see promos. This is the match where you don't get the promos. You have to have people beating us up. The catharticness, yeah. nature of it all. You, you want it to feel personal. Yes. You it, you want you. This match should be uncomfortable. Yes, it has to be. And my fear is it's going to be a, so much talking. So like that Hell in a Cell match, remember from like 2020 yeah. or whatever? Like it, that was like one of the only good talking matches, and he just fucking talked forever. And then I was like, all right. And, and that match still had a lot of like violent stuff. Yeah, it like did. it started to feel uncomfortable because he like killed both Usos. And then he slowed it down to talking. It's like, no, man, kill him. Well, that's going to happen. Just don't do I it know. too much. And just, just, I will say this show does give something to every wrestling fan. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, this next match should be wrought with wrestling. WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. I mean, this should be uh, an NXT make classic. Up for that flop that was the pay per view last month. Uh huh. Uh huh. So they be... built this up very well. Mm-hmm. Judgment Day has everything except for Finn Balor. Yeah. Do you think Finn Balor's winning in here? Mm, uh, I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. I think... I think they probably should. Mm-hmm. Because whether I like the Judgment Day stuff or not, it's working. Yeah. I hate, I I hate our previews. I hate our previews are like, it's working, so it's like, ah, shrugging and, shoulders. Well, this is how Dave talks pretty much. That's He's like, true. well, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'd say give it to him, and then you could tease Priest cashing in on him. That would be interesting. And I mean... Rhea doesn't have a match, but I'm sure she's facing Raquel Gonzalez and going to kill her. So Yeah. I love that Rhea's just not doing anything. I mean... Rhea, it's so funny because she's probably like the most over person on Raw. Not just in the group, but on Raw. And she never has a match. Never does not do anything. It's the Roman... I watched her versus uh, Lyra Valkyria. From NXT, From yeah. NXT. Pretty good. I was like, wow, this is what happens when I get to watch Rhea Ripley wrestle someone that isn't Natalia. They're they're Romanizing her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just having her around and not wrestling and they're talking they're, a lot. Yeah, they're romanizing. Being a draw. It's working. It's working. TikTok's got some mobile users, you know. They're 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 mobilizing her. Man, it terrifies me how popular she is out of wrestling. But yeah. Uh, she's huge. That's another conversation. Yeah. um but yeah i mean i think finn balor winning can add a very interesting dynamic within the judgment day um even if he loses i think there could be something still there and i would like to see seth rollins versus more people but i think i mean we talked about seth rollins previously that like 
He doesn't really have like a lot of heels to go up against him. Um, so having Finn Balor win and having like faces go up against Finn Balor could be very interesting. And then you got Damian Priest in the background. Like <clears throat> the whole thing could be very interesting. Yeah. However, I don't think they're going to blow up um, Judgment Day this soon. So I, I don't think Seth Rollins is losing here. I don't think Finn Balor is winning the title just so he can tease Damian Priest, you know? I, I, I don't, maybe you want to do that, but I, I don't, especially if we're blowing up Bloodline, I think you want to hold on to a, um, a Judgment Day just a little bit longer, but we'll see, I guess. Moving on. I have, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Moving on. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. You have to think Cody is They'll getting the, tonight. the win here. Guessing they're adding a step tonight, probably. Yeah, currently just a singles match. They added a stip. It will probably be like a um, strap match, maybe. Did they do that? Uh, did they do that? What was that? What was the last? Didn't the last match have a stipulation? Am I rethinking things? I don't remember. <laughs> I a strap match makes the most sense. Or they're they were gonna, both singles matches. They're both just regular. They're going to do a strap match, or they're going to do something crazy like a dog collar match here. I know Cody just wants to bleed. You know he does so well, bad. That's well. That's the thing. If you can't get him to bleed, then you do a strap match where you can do Cody Rhodes getting whipped by giant yeah. Brock Lesnar. You yeah, know? like Wardlow or whoever and MJF when they killed him. Who? Straps. Who? I'm you know what? This match. I hope this match is good because I haven't loved the first two because they were weird. Yeah, they were always like weird things. This match needs to be a great like blow ended. off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, do you, does, is Cody not winning here? I mean, yes, he no, he's winning. You, you would think, right? I mean, but it is Brock, right? It is Brock? He's winning, and Brock could win and go off and face Seth Rollins. Brock could do it without winning. <laughs> That's also true. It's WWE. It doesn't necessarily matter. He doesn't need to win. I think Cody wins. And they probably keep pushing off him going for a title again and again and again. And then he wins the Royal Rumble again? Or no, he'll probably know. win the, like, the Chamber match or whatever. Yeah. That'll yeah. probably be what Cody does. And he comes in at number one at the Chamber and he lasts the entire time. It's like an hour That's long That's what match. we thought last time with the Rumble and then they came in 30, so. That is true. That is true. I guess you could all, you could do that with the Rumble and have him come in at Love number one. Love this company. Oh, this company. Uh, SmackDown. Or no, no, sorry, not the SmackDown. The WWE Women's title match here. Asuka. Io Shirai. No, Asuka defending her title Io against... Io Shirai wins. The impossible Asuka defends her title against Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. And your decision is Io Sky, what, cashing in and winning? Cashing in and winning the title. She ends the night as champion. Is that a dream or is that your prediction? That is my prediction. And also a dream. Well, yes, that too. but the money. <laughs> I know the, she, they've held the money in the bank long enough. She's held the money in the bank long enough that you know they're itching at the bit. Sure, 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 sure. One year later, after she came back at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. there you go. You say this, yep. But like, I said what I said. I believe it. I'm no, not, but you're like, not taking me off. You're not taking me off the mountain. Well, I mean, there's like more than a fifty percent chance that Charlotte Flair wins the title, right? 
and then she gets cashed in on because that will be 15 and we can call it a day. That is great. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes, baby. That is, that's a great point. You have Charlotte Flair win and EO Sky cash in. You got a hot baby face against Charlotte Flair that no one really likes. Um, that's an idea. I don't think that's You're a welcome. bad one. You'll pop the crowd. We got a lot EO of, a lot of, a lot of baby face wins over here. You know, you got, yeah, well, we're about to end that in like two seconds. Just <laughs> nah, that's fair. Gunther versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Title. I mean, Gunther is going to match of the night locked in. I mean, match of the night probably locked. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I think Brock says Cody could do could do numbers. Um, to do stars. Um, and work rate, Paul. Yeah. And work rate, Paul, of course. We'll get to him. Um, but I mean, this match, I mean, I don't, I fully don't believe Drew McIntyre is winning this. I think Gunther is going to break the honky tonk man record. I think as that's he as he should, as it would make sense. Um, <clears throat> but Drew McIntyre coming back and maybe winning after a, kind of a weird contract dispute, potentially, eh, it's not out of the question. Yeah, it's not out of the question. I, oh, I'm sure sold a lot of tickets. Um, <laughs> well, how many did they sell? They're at 46,000 out of 47. Huh? 46,000. That's that's almost half a Wembley. It's over half. <laughs> it's a red hot product, folks. It's a red hot product. Um, Gunther wins, match of the night, yada, yada, yada. They just chop each other to oblivion, hit each other hard a few times. I have a great time. We it, all. It sounds like a win. It does sound like a win, man. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. This match should slap. Quite yeah. literally. Quite literally, it should slap. Um. Anyway. Chop? Eh, no. No. Get out of here. Uh, Ricochet <laughs> versus Logan Paul. I mean, Mark, great, great, yes, baby. I mean. I mean, this match be great. I mean, talk, talk to me. Ryan, this is the Ryan Knightsy special of the night. I mean, well, no, come through and Drew Logan Paul is your favorite WWE wrestler. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to say he You see Logan Paul in a match, you say that that's probably the match of the night. That's probably the match of the night. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I mean, versus Ricochet, man. This, this match is going to be good. Logan Paul wins. Of, of course. <laughs> There's no fucking way Ricochet is winning. Ever won? Logan Paul or Ricochet? Yeah, he beat the Miz. He beat the Miz once. Yeah, Logan Paul's won. I know Ricochet though. Logan Paul, I think he hasn't won, won in a long time. Has Logan Paul ever lost? I guess the Money in Bank ladder. He match. lost to Seth. 
He lost to Seth. He lost to Roman. <laughs> God, he has lost a lot. Oh, remember that match with Roman? That was great. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Oh my God, Logan, that was a real. Logan Paul's just too good. It's like it's like fuck. I hate. We say it every time. <laughs> I hate that this guy is so good at this, but he is. Yeah. He's so good at WWE this. WWE doesn't. Um. I don't have any other thoughts about this match. Um, Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey, presumably the last Ronda Rousey match, right? I mean, this is this potentially her last match in WWE ever. Darn. (laughs) Na 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 na. They're gonna (laughs) sing that, aren't they? Aren't they? Are they gonna sing it? That'd be pretty awesome if they sang it. That'd be hardcore, Detroit. They maybe put put Shayna against Rhea for a little program. It would be Hold impressive. Becky over? Have Shayna win and then do Shayna versus Rhea Ripley. That would make sense. And then hold Becky till Survivor Series or something. I mean, they might hold Becky till the Rumble and then uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because you do Shayna and Rhea to build to whatever the next other stuff. Maybe you could build the Survivor Series. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm, just, I'm just trying to give Rhea something. <laughs> I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to give her something, my God. I know she's going to crush for Kel Gonzalez on this show, but I'm, I'm I was gonna say I don't even know if that match is gonna happen. I mean we already have like eight matches here. It's there's probably a match gonna be announced tonight and then Becky and Trish is gonna happen. Oh yeah. We might have eleven matches. At least we got our stinker of the night. <laughs> eleven matches. Jesus. Jesus peace. I'm sure the battle royal won't be on TV. Oh well, I mean, you maybe want to save the pop. You got the, let me talk to you. Yeah, summer night loses. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, SummerSlam Battle Royal. All you got announced so far is Sheamus and LA Knight. Can someone tell me why he's so popular? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love that. You and I, LA Knight. Yeah, you and I love and loving LA Knight. Loving, love the, the, the yeah. We like, love the yeah. Is that really it? Like, is that why how he's over? Yeah. Just because he does good pro? Because like, people like The Rock, it. dude. That's all it is. Is people like The Rock? For he's good do- reason. He's doing The Rock. What well, it is? It works. L A night. Yeah. That's all it does. Like it worked. It worked on the yeah. Indies. It worked in TNA until it didn't. It worked in the Indies until it didn't. Like, what's you know the most important part about the show? What's that? They didn't put. Austin Theory on it because they know no one gives a shit about their failed experiment. That Austin, is Austin Theory's Theory. a fucking. I mean, well, part of it, I guess, is like Triple H is in charge, but also it's Vince still in charge. Has there and... ever been a bigger failed experiment uh, than Austin Theory? They gave Cena. He he beat Cena at WrestleMania, and he's gotten worse. <laughs> he's got. He's done nothing since then. Who is he feuding I mean, with probably... right now? Tell me, who do you think Austin Theory is feuding with right now? I don't know who he's feuding with, but I know he's defending against Santos Escobar. Oh yeah, I guess I guess that match could be happening here, right? No, it's announced for for uh, SmackDown on August 11th. They Ugh. didn't want to put Theory on this show. Oh, Triple H, Triple H might be the right Booker. Jesus Christ, man! That's SummerSlam, baby. Yeah, he's doing nothing. Um, should, should be a fun, loud show. Yeah, the crowd's gonna be super into everything that's happening. The the the. I mean, honest, quite honestly, we're dogging on WWE and all that stuff, but I I want to give some respects to it. I'm not a huge fan of WWE, but I think the show has been well booked, well put I like together. The atmosphere their shows have. 
yeah, it's going to be in a huge arena, and the crowd's going to be super into the show nonstop. And it's getting people into wrestling and conversations of boom period nonsense. You know, it's like that's wild. Like WB is like working right now. It, it's the stuff they're doing is working. You can't say it isn't. It. I may be like the least interested in WWE that I've ever been. But I at least know more about what's happening. That's something. I guess I'm somewhat I can tell interested. You right now, it is not the least I've ever been interested. In. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. You know, this is our longest probably WWE segment to date for Ring Post Radio. Yeah, we were pretty nice about it. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot. And of- and I watched NXT. Gable Stevenson sucks, so they better I- hope they have good people coming up elsewhere. I because he's that. bad. Dude, I could have told you that. I heard his first match ends in a double countout. They couldn't decide. Well, no, but I mean, like, I saw him throw some German suplexes a few weeks ago, and those look good. But, oh, oh, thank God they have Braun Breaker and uh, Mello, I guess, and uh, the, the Creeds. Creeds. Yeah, Creeds, the Creeds are, are nice. I like the Creeds. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the, where they went. I don't know. Well, they'll face Tony. That's all your NXT talk for today. Face Tony D'Angelo or whatever. How you doing? Um, how, how you doing? Uh, how you doing? What do you want to talk about? Noah, G1 Climax, or Five Star? The Five Star. Let's, let's, let's end with the G1 because I've been pretty negative for way too long. <laughs> well, let's talk about Five Star because that's not really a negative thing that we can talk about because uh, you talked about night one and the bajillion matches yeah. that happened last week. Uh, I watched night two, which only had three matches. I hear, uh, I hear you have to. You have to say something about someone. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say that. I wanted to say that uh, I'm. I'm finally took me a bit. Fine, and you know maybe it's a match against Julia. I'll certainly do it. I'll do it. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's Mariah May, and I'm enjoying Mariah May. But you know I'm finally starting to get into Sayori new. Took me a bit, but I'm finally getting into her. Was it the blood? It was it, the blood. It was the blood, and then it was psycho. She's kind of psycho. Yeah, it was the blood, and then whatever. Like her, her. She was like sitting on top of Julia and doing like a finisher, like she's pulling her oh, legs yeah. back or something. And her yeah. and her face, like her hair is crazy, and her face is like, you know, she almost looks like she's almost doing yeah. like the Yuji Nagata look, uh, ac- yeah, without yeah. accident. Uh, and I was like, there we go. That's that that I can connect with that. Now you're in on Sayori. I, I, I'm not going to say I'm fully in, but I'm definitely way more than you're, I was. No, in. you're in. You're in. I'm, you're I'm, in. I'm fully in, apparently. Um, in. First man, first night was uh, pretty good at the beginning and then great near the end. <clears throat> night two, I thought was uh, pretty good. Mina and Mirai was, uh, you can probably not be surprised, the best match. Um, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Julian Hanen was actually, I said that was, I thought that was good. I thought it was the, good. a good match. I mean, it's Julia versus Hanen. So. Julia's good against rookies. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's Julia at the end of the day, and I like her, and she's doing good. Julia's on a good, is on a roll. She's on a roll. But uh, the biggest news, obviously, from all of this is, I'm sure you guys talked about this last week with Sayaka Matani getting injured and her match last week ending in referee stoppage, and then it was reported this week, this past week, that well, she's gone, she's out. She has what I believe it was a dislocated elbow and something else. Yeah, and yeah, she is fully injured and fully out of the tournament. No one is replacing her. 
They anyone who Teclan like I pitched. Yeah, or or anyone else. They no one is replacing her. She's fully out. Any matches she had, um, those people automatically get two points. So it's in some ways it's good in that sense that it happened the first match and she lost that. So there's some ways that that's great, I guess. But in other ways, you have Sai Kamatani, someone that had a good chance of winning. And honestly, not even honestly, there were reports, according to Dave Meltzer from Wrestling Observer, that she was winning this whole thing. That the reported that was that she was going to win this whole thing. And and presumably beating Tan Nakano was going to be sort of the tipping off point uh, on the main event of night one. But she's out. She's injured. She's gone from the tournament. Maybe she'll show up later in the tour and she heals. Probably not. She's she's gone. Thoughts on Saya Kamatani out of five-star and your probable winner out of five-star. What do you do from that? Well, your probable winner from two years ago was Julia, and uh, Shuri went on to win and then hold the world title for a year. I think maybe you just say things to mm-hmm. throw off the scent. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't. Just say. Uh, but Julia was reported to be the winner two years ago, and she didn't. She went on to win last year, of course. Yep. So now you readjust. You work to something else. You have plenty of options. That's the one thing Stardom has. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's not like they're in a situation with like Sonata, right? Where it's like only like two matches make sense. Yeah. You can just put anyone against Tam and it'll probably make sense. Like Utami, Julia, Mina Shirakawa. Those are the t- names I keep tossing out there right now. Yep. Um, I think I think if they switch to Mina, it would be a brilliant move. But mm-hmm. I don't think they will just because of the story from earlier in the year and pay that off at the end of the year. They have a lot to move. They have a lot to move around um, no matter what, because now Suzu's left without a match on the final night. Do you send her to the final? Do you eliminate her before? That's the tough decision you have to make. Um, it sucks because Sai and Suzu was that big highlight match of that last night besides Julia and Tommy. Mm-hmm. And you would so think we'll if, see. if you think, you know, Saya was winning, that match was going to be probably deciding for the uh, whole tor- whole tournament. Yep. So now we have to await whatever they plan on. I think there's always been enough plans. Um, I'm just interested to see how we get there. Um, obviously, there'll be a lot of good matches along the way. Obviously, last night will be great. They'll mm-hmm. They'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I just I just do wonder uh, who they go with. Thankfully for them, like I said, a lot of options. And I hope Saya takes all the time she needs. She doesn't need to be back next month. She doesn't need to be back the month after that. Get if if her return match was at the year end show, I think that would be fine. Yeah, I think she could take all the time off. No need to rush back for tag league or anything. No, you already have. I mean, even then, even for rushing back for tag league, I mean, you already saying that she's gone for the entire tour and that her, you know, she's just forfeiting all her matches. That's all the way up to September. You know, that's yeah. like mid, whatever, mid, late September, whatever it is. Um, you know, just heal. Don't, don't even come back. Don't even bother. You just be, just be gone for two months. Just call it. Yeah. I mean, you had a, you'll be fresh when you come back. Yeah. Just do that. Julia got hurt and she came back another level. Now, mm-hmm. sorry, you can go do the same. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could, it could be. She already good. had a record title, right? But you you can go and do the same. I'm sure. I'm sure she will. 
And um, now, does Tam Nakano successfully defend? That's always a possibility. You could build up Saya for that, uh, the, whatever the major event is next year, because we don't have an annual one yet. Name-wise, we just know it's in either March or April. But we move. So talk to me. I want to really look. Now that Saya's gone, and we're just going to go with the... We're just going to go with the presumption that, you know, let whether or not it's accurate or not, we'll, we'll just go with the presumption. We'll just that, assume she was at least winning her block, which yeah. I thought she was anyway. Yeah. Um, let's just let's just go off that presumption. Talk to me about the final night for where block is she in red block. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> talk to me about the final night, uh, September 30th of the red block. Now that Sai is gone, who are the other matches? Um, so you got Mayu and Starlight Kid, you got Shuri and Ami Saray, Tam Nakano and Natsupoi, and then Suzuki and Natsuko Tora. So with Suzuku earning two points automatically. Right. Su Su Suzuki already has two points. Last time this happened, Momo actually just went to the final. Mm-hmm. That was two years ago as well. Um so Suzu could obviously do that. Um well, but I do think that but Yeah. That's that's the unfortunate part, but you have, you have multiple routes here. Mm-hmm. You could always send Mayu, especially if she were to lose the IWGP Women's Title. Mm-hmm. Um, you could always send her because her and Tam Nakano is a big match. Yep, um, it'll happen in the tournament, but so will Sai and Tam, so that doesn't matter. Uh, you could send Shuri. Yep, if Utami were to be winning this tournament, always What's easy once. What's the one situation they've never wrestled in? A five-star Grand Prix final. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you could send Hazuki if she were to be losing to the Blue Stars block person. Yeah. Whoever that may be. Um, Natsupoi, I doubt. Uh, mostly because she's wrestling Tam on the final night. So yeah. I think that kind of just, just takes her out even if she beats Tam. I think Hazuki yeah. and Tora is definitely out. I mean, and- Unless, yeah, yeah. Unless Suzuki's like the fill-in, like, oh, we just need someone to beat. Yeah, unless, yeah, yeah. That's why, because like Shuri and Ami Saray originally was like, all right, that'll be like whatever. But now Shuri's a safe option to put in that final because she's Shuri, and then she can mm-hmm. lose to a Julia or Utami or someone of those sorts. Or, of course, like you said, you do the easiest option, which is whoever was going to be second place, which... Yep. Might not necessarily be Suzu Suzuki. It could be somebody else at this point. Right. But she's only at two points at the very last night. Presuming she would have not gotten those two points. Um, she's if, 0-2 so far. Nope. 0-3. Yes. Um, not a great start, but you know we have plenty of time. So, no, no, sorry. 0-2, 0-2, 0-2. lost to Natsupoi and Shuri. And Shuri. Um, so you would think that, you know, she was not going to get these points before. She's now probably going to get an additional two points. It might put her over cause she was probably gonna be close and they were going to battling. So she might get put over and go into the, the finals just on that alone. You know, how do they want to change the entire booking on the fly? Probably not. That's the same reason they did with Momo last year. So you're looking at Suzu maybe versus the winner of the blue stars block. I mean, even if it's That's like probably your most likely option. You and I talked about it like when we previewed the five star Utami versus Saya Kamatani could have been very interesting. Um, however, if it's Saya, that would have been, been a very interesting final. However, that's also it, it's a very cool final, 
but it's also like, mm, maybe, you know, it, you would think that it wouldn't be Utami. It might be somebody else. Maybe like a Julia. I don't know. Or Micah. Or Micah, you would think. Being Mariah, that would be huge. Um, but now, I mean, if it's, if, if it's, if it is maybe Utami, you still have something of Utami versus Suzu Suzuki. Like you still have, like that is still something that could be still yeah. very much interesting. Huge first time match. Utami beats Julia or draws with Julia early in the night. They're, I'll say this. They're not stuck. Like no. they're, they're not doomed or anything. They they have so many options that I think everyone will accept. Like, oh, that was the right choice by the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will keep pitching either a Mina or if they wanted to just go back to Julia, the Julia match. Like, because I think going back to Julia wouldn't shock it. Yeah. But do they want to give up the two-time five-star winner? That's part of the conversation. Yeah. That's that's a tough... It, it just makes everything more interesting. And they could just go straight into Suzuki. But, Suzuki, but it is this thing of, if Sayakamitani was winning, you now have to decide on someone else to be your main event. I mean, do you even... I know you were pushing hard for Utami Hayashishida. Would you have been fully satisfied as a stardom fan um, with Tam Nakano versus... Uh, uh, assuming Megan Bain doesn't win, of course. Uh, Tam Nakano versus uh, Sai Kamatani for the end of the year. Yeah, because I think they would have the story they were going for, and I convinced myself that Sai had a real chance. If you read my preview, you can literally like see me convince myself midway through. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was talking about how she wanted to be the unwavering ace of stardom but right before this. I think it would have worked because she, that is a big match. She wavered, wavered a little bit. She wavered a little yeah, bit. She wavered a little bit. Uh, but she's talked a little bit about how she wants to be that, and her and Tam obviously have the history. They have the matches. They -hmm. could easily run it back, and it would have done great, Mm -hmm. but now you can hold that. You can hold Saya. If she were going to win, you could hold that crowning moment till another time down the road. Um, If she was going to lose, then (laughs) you don't really miss much, Um, obviously. I don't think she would have lost just because – I don't want Tam to be champion that long, uh, <laughs> but you know we'll we'll have to wait and see. Ultimately, but it would have been fine. Now they're gonna have a, to book another big match, and the, they have plenty in their arsenal. And I still am holding out hope that Mercedes Monet is around at the end of the year for Stardom and Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I mean that that's a great point too. Is that you know. With Mercedes Monet around, you would think that maybe Julia's off the block. You know, she's out of contention because maybe that match is happening at the end if of the they year. Hold it, yeah. Um, so you I don't know, know if they'll be able to hold it, but if they can hold it, then they will. Yeah. Well, I mean, December will certainly be enough time, I would think, for Mercedes. I would hope for Mercedes. I think Mercedes is back. Like, I think we get a video or something at All Star Junior Festival. So I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I greatly feel for Sayakamatani. That looked like a nasty fall that she took on night one. And, you know, here's hoping that, uh, uh, she becomes unwavering once again and she'll heal up properly and come back even stronger, better than ever. Just win it next year. It's fine. Just pencil her now. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe it's a gruesome idea or anything, but w- besides Julia and Saya, is there any other like history of like injuries in five stars? Um, there's injuries but i don't know if that crucial nothing that took people out of Utami, tournaments. like utami got taken out once 
mm-hmm. in her second five star, but she wasn't gonna win. Sure, 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 sure. I don't think there's not there's no one I could think of off the top of my head that was winning that got hurt. Besides those two, it's just bad luck ultimately. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and thankfully this screwed up, I guess. But thankfully, size was more of just like a one-off type. Like Julia's was like. We're just gonna have to wait and see if she'll be able to come back. Yeah, because it's like really bad. It was her neck. Yeah. Well, yeah, so. Ju- Julia's doing great. I'm loving Julia. She's so yeah. Good. That's the funny thing. It's like Julia's fine now. Yeah, she's completely fine. She's better than ever, I would say. Um. Well, speaking of tournaments happening in Japan during the summer, we got uh, our second of topic of today. Noah. Awesome. Noah. Pro Wrestling Noah. Everyone's favorite coldest promotion in Japan. Um, Pro Wrestling Noah is <laughs> happening. Their their debut tournament N one is happening this Saturday. They have a a Friday Rambo Rumble N one Rumble, which I don't really know what the anything about that or what it pertains to the N one in any capacity. But they're doing the proper tournament starting this Saturday out of the Yokohama Budokan, uh, and then they have their next three nights after that out of the Korokan Hall in Tokyo. They'll be off for a week for some other random ass shows, and then they'll be back going full force to the end of it. Wait, wait, wait. they're holding normal shows. Yes, in the bill. They kind of have like a week off, and then I think they have two normal shows that I think is mainly uh, done by juniors, uh, and then they'll be back with uh, the rest of the tour following that. Um, who, wants to, who wants to tell them they don't have the uh, they don't have the size to do that? Their junior division smelts. I agree. I agree. I did think, I don't know if it was the main event specific order, but there was one of the shows that looked like it was main evented by, um, I want to say, not Ninja Mac, uh, Dante Leone versus Stallion Rogers. I want to say that was one of the main events, maybe, of one of those shows. And I was like, nope, that's not going to, no, guys, sorry. But maybe, I don't know if it was the match order, so who the heck knows. Um well, let's talk about the N one. That's happening this Saturday. <laughs> of course, we got uh, some A block and B block action. The worst here. opening night of a tournament I've ever seen, and I watched the New Japan opening night this year. Yeah, so this is. I don't know exactly. Again, I don't know if this is the match order, but going from the top of the card to the bottom of the card, or t- the main event to all the way up to the, you know what I mean. So you got main event, presumably A block, Jake Lee versus Timothy Thatcher. Semi-main, B-block, Go Shizaki versus Saxon Huxley. Jesus Christ. Get into it. Then you got uh, Amy block back and forth. You got Kano versus Adam Brooks. El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. That, yeah, that should be good. El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Daki Inaba. That should be good because Dr. Wagner Jr. rules. Um, there's a six-man tag. Here's about that. Uh, A-block, Masaki Amiya versus Yuki Yoshioka. Um, oh, that should be good. B block Lance on Y versus Yuma on Zai. That's a what the what? <laughs> That's a what the what match. Oh. Um, wait, hold on. Is Yuma on Zai still injured? No, he's fine. He's fully fine I, now. I, I I watched him get th- thrown through a mat the other day by Suwama. He's fine. <laughs> Great, perfect. Uh, Jack Morris versus Yoshiki Inamura. Um, well, oh, that might be. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Nakajima versus Minabu Soya. All right, that's interesting. Uh, and then yeah, that's your opening. That's your opening show. That's your opening night one happening this Saturday. 
uh, A block, Jake Lee, Thatcher. Definitely a night. Yeah, Lee, Thatcher, Kano, Brooks, Inamura, Morris, Kitamiya, Yoshioka, B block, Shiyazaki, Huxley, and Nabi, Naba, Deka, Wagner Jr., NOI, Anzai, Soya Nakajima. Um, <clears throat> again, this is Yokohama Budokan, and they'll have three nights following that in uh, Corken Hall. Finals of the show is going to take occur Sunday, September 3rd at the Edion Arena in Osaka. That show, by the way, <clears throat> also has Matsukatsu Funaki taking on Josh Barnett in a GHC martial arts rules match. That's the finals. Who wins? Who wins? <clears throat> I don't know. I think... I'm thinking Cano. I think Cano is the front runner here. Um, I for my sanity, I hope he is. I think you're breaking up uh, Congo. I think you want to separate Cano and make him a legitimate thing. You know, maybe you do that. Maybe you break up Congo to give someone else, like the number two or whatever of Congo. But who is the number two, really? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Manabu Soya, is he number two of Congo? Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, I was arguably Kano, and number one was Nakajima. So I think Kano is your very good shot of winning. I think. Uh, I think he has a solid A block. I don't think it'd be Jake Lee. I pray to God it's not Jake Lee. Thatcher, no. Brooks, no. Morris, no. I love that. That'd be funny. Yoshioka, no. Kimi and Inamura, no. Right? It's Kano, it screams him. <coughs> B block? I don't know. Nakajima? Shiozaki, maybe? I would it's, lo- just gonna, it's just going to be Nakajima and Kano again. Yeah. You know what I would love? Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Cano. Like, give me something interesting. Aren't they on the same block? Who? Wagner Jr. and Cano aren't in the same block. No, no. It's it's Dr. Wagner Jr.'s in B block with... uh, Hell yeah. Give me that final right. I mean, B block. Yeah, B block's looking sexy. You got Dr. Wagner Jr., Goshi Azaki, Katsuhika Nakajima, Yuma Zai, who's not dead. He's not injured. Um... You know that's a that's a sexy block right there. That's that's what well, you want out of this. Out of this I think you're thing. just saying that whatever block didn't have Jake Lee, you were going to prefer. So. I mean, that's also correct. I mean, because the downside <laughs> of B block has got Saxon Huxley in there, and it's like who gives a crap? Um, let's see. Uh, so the final night. I wonder what Lance Anawa is cooking. I don't know what he's cooking. Um, <laughs> So this is the final night. Again, not necessarily match orders. The final night, which may give us some light about who could win this. It's an interesting right off the bat, Scotty. I'll tell you that much. Final night, Jake Lee versus Cano. Who? Interesting. Champion versus probable winner? That's interesting. Uh, you also got Jack Morris versus Adam Brooks. Fun international flavor. Masa- Wait, don't they have a separate final night? No, this is according to well, they have a, like a final final night, but this is the finals of the block matches. Okay, is that uh, we're on the same page here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the grand final is uh, on Edion Arena on September third, August twenty seventh is the last night of the blocks. Last night of blocks, you got Jake Lee versus Cano. You got Jack Morris versus Adam Brooks. You got Masaki Amiya versus Timothy Thatcher. And you have Yoshiki Inamura versus Yoki, Yuki Yoshioka. That match is not going to matter. <clears throat> Jack Morris, Adam Brooks, maybe. Masakimiya, Timothy Thatcher, I feel like that's going to matter. 
But Cano and Jake Lee to me reads is like that's that's just an A block decider. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I don't like saying Jake Lee an A block decider in the same sentence, but I mean Shizaki Nakajima feels like a decider. Yeah, I mean, so B block finals, you got Shikoshi Yazaki versus Nakajima. I mean that screams <laughs> screams final there. That's real pro wrestling. Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Nabu Soya. I mean, outside, outside the other two, The other two matches do not matter. <laughs> the other ones, Lance Nui and Daiki and Naba. No, nothing. Yuman Zai versus Saxon Huxley. That's a nothing match. It's yeah. really Nakajima, Koshizaki. Maybe there's a scenario where like one knocks the other and then neither of them win. And then Dr. Wagner Jr. gets his way up there. Maybe that's a dream. Um, but really, I mean, really looks like, I mean, you just have on the final night, two matches that matter and that might be it. And I think that kind of leads into the whole thing about N1 this year. Last year, it felt more exciting. This year, you got no Kaito Kiyomiya. All your olds are gone. No Muto. No Kaito Kiyomiya. It's so bad. <laughs> you know, no, no hard skull dude or whatever the fuck. Fujita is not in this. No Muto. No Kaito Kiyomiya. You know, you got Jake Lee, the boring ass champion. Kano might win this, and that that could be fun. But then he's gonna have the final match where he beats the champion. I don't know. Um, you got you got Goshiyazaki versus Nakajima. That should be a great match. And then you maybe Nakajima Kano. That should be a great match. But I mean, right now, I mean, this tournament lasting like a month and a half, and kind of looks like there's just two matches at the very end that matter. I hate to say it. It's no cold. Kaito Kiyomiya hurts me. Yeah. How do you feel? Thankfully. About yeah, give me your thoughts on this tournament. Kaito Kiyomiya is in the G1. Um, how do I feel about this tournament? I'm going to watch some of it. Not all of it. And uh was hoping for some good matches. Yeah, I think that's... I honestly, I think this year at the N one, the best you can hope for is pick and choosing some good matches. Watch the two those two matches at the finals I talked about. Maybe I'm watch make myself watch Jake Lee, and I don't know why. Is he because he's champion? If he wasn't champion, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't watch Jake Lee. Yeah, you would watch it. I mean, I would maybe. I I don't. I'm not like that's the thing. I'm not planning on watching all these matches this year no i i mean i'm not even playing necessarily doing that for the five star this year but you know when they have shows where it's like three matches that matter I'm probably i'll probably just do that <laughs> probably just watch the three I'll matches watch then. all their main shows but if you watched all the g1 you could at least treat yourself to a good tournament how dare you uh well, watch I mean, chase owens willingly that is true hey chase owens the, wor- versus- the worst professional wrestler signed to a major company what if i told you that chase owens versus hikaleo is actually good People say that's the worst match of all time. I thought it was actually pretty good. That's terrifying. I'll be honest. I mean, it was like one of Hikaleo's best matches that I've seen of the first five nights. That's terrifying. I was told by multiple people that was the worst G1 match they've ever seen. No, I think Kenta and Yano have had worse shit. It has a 3.80. Yeah, I don't don't, don't agree. Dave Meltzer gave it two and a half stars. Yeah, I, I went three. The fact, he graded it is actually the most shocking. Yeah, he grades all the matches, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
Yeah, no. I think I think I think Hikaleo has had worse matches, and I think Kenta is one of those people. So let's talk about the G1 climax. Let's end up the show here, the New Japan G1 climax. I am up to night five because I was sick and I could not watch it as much as I would love to. When you're sick, the G1 climax sucks. All right, so you're at night ten. Talk to me. Give me your thoughts overall right now, G1 climax. Okay, the G1 climax doesn't suck, but it's really bad. Because one, so every other day the shows suck. If it's an A and B day, it's a great day. Good G1 day. That day involves Chase Owens, mind you. Just saying. If it's a C, D day, holy hell, you do not want to watch any of it. You, I watched the latest day, right? Here, here, are some of the, here are the matches I watched, okay? Hanare versus David Finley. Mikey Nichols versus Eddie Kingston, Tetsuya Naito versus Alex Coughlin, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shane Haste, Tamatonga versus Shingo Takagi, and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Hiroki Goto. Guess which one I thought was the best? I mean, Tanahashi Goto. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shane what, Haste. Uh-huh. That's how bad these days suck. Oof. Goto's Oof. hurt. He got hurt in the tournament. Oh, he did? So he's wrestling. Yeah, legit hurt. <gasps> oh. Tanahashi's doing his best. Tamatonga and Shingo Takagi went to a goddamn 20-minute time limit draw. Uh, Takagi, Takagi has five points. Yeah, I got, I got the standings in front of me. I got five the... points. He's not going to make it. Well, let's talk about the standings, right? Let's. Uh, do you have any other thoughts before I get into this, I guess? Yeah. Last week was the best three-day run the G1's had. It felt like the G1. The Corkins. And the Oda show. Mm-hmm. That's, so I'm going to talk about that real quick. Thank you. Please do. Thank you. Please do. So now versus Kaito Kiyomiya. Fantastic. Kaito Kiyomiya walking away with an MVP in this tournament. Everyone else, where the hell are you? Wow. The Noah guy's showing you up. Wow. Yoda Suji, a bitch-ass loser. <laughs> How dare you say that about Yoda Suji? How you know what his record is? Uh, not good. He has one win against Chase Owens. <laughs> yes, that's his. That's his only win in uh in New Japan. It's coming back. It's coming back. And he's still over. I don't give a shit. All three of them are over. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> They're very over. They're the most over people in the tournament. Which is where I get into my other point. Gato's a coward. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's a coward. You should be pushing these guys. Instead, 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 the best parts, the best parts of this tournament have been Yoda Suji, Shota Umino, Kazuchika Okada, and Kaito Kiyomiya. You know, do you know what day they're on? They're all on the same day. So you can imagine my pain when I watched the other day. Um, what what else has been good? What else was good last week? Kazuchika Okada and Yoshihashi. Shout out Yoshihashi and Taichi. Put some respect on their names, please. Mm-hmm. Especially Taichi. Um, the next day, uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Eddie Kingston was phenomenal. I was just, I'm just gonna yeah. say that it was yeah. phenomenal. My favorite match of the tournament. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing I've f- I've heard that I sort of agree with about that. The thing about this G1 Climax tournament is that you have to also remember and put in context of like back in the good old days of G1 Climax tournaments, 
you had tag matches that open mm. up these shows that mm. were a, a fully skippable, and then you can go into the meat and potatoes of G1. Now and, you have... And op- they were all great. Yeah. Now you have openers that are actual G1 Climax matches that, yeah. you know, that, not saying that they can't be great, but in match structure and, and show layout, they're not going to be, you know? Yeah. You have, you're, yeah. So you the, the ability to have all great hitters after hitters, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Here's what I said yesterday, so... The wrong Bushi Road company is running a com- is running a tournament with more than twenty people. Yeah, there's should... not twenty people to make this tournament great. No, 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 no. I can already I can agree with that statement immediately. Of a night five, there's not. How, how, how are you enjoying the War Dogs? At night five, Coglin had a Jeff Cobb match that was pretty good. At I haven't beyond, liked Coughlin at all. <laughs> beyond, beyond that one, beyond that, they're doing story, character, gimmick driven stuff. I like the Renderita Gabe Kin one, where like mm, Renderita's like, good. "Hey, screw you, dude!" But they're just doing story. <laughs> you know, they're just doing like the Jay White. They're just doing the Tamatanga. They're just trying to get over that they're heels and bad guys. That's all they're doing at night five. I don't know what they're doing at night ten, but eh. I'll tell you what they're doing at night ten. Uh, Gabe Kid and. Kaito had a good count out, really good count out. Shout out, count shout out, out, shout out, podcast network. Yes, you're welcome. Um, Okada and Osprey was good. Yeah, of course. Are you shocked? No. I so how do you how do you feel about the time Them limit? Giving away the win? No, no the the time limit. Not necessarily the time limit draws, but this idea of you know Osprey Omega, not Osprey Omega. Osprey Okada not doing a 30 minute classic, but doing it. They have to do a 20 minute thing. You know what I mean? Like, how do you feel about that, that time limit having shorter matches and having shorter shows, but not being able to go like a full 30 or something. Overall. I think it's a good thing, Mm -hmm. but it does hurt when you get to those matches. Sure. You can feel it. It does hurt when you, but there hasn't been many Okada versus Ospreys. So it's been okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't know. It's just well. Let's talk about the blocks. Let's talk Sonata's about Sonata's undefeated. Yeah. So let's talk about these blocks. So you got a block. Uh, I mean, Sonata's won this. He's got this in the bag. He's got ten <laughs> points undefeated. Right. I mean, everyone, yeah. everyone has gotten draws basically left and right except for Sonata, Chase Owens, and Hikaleo. So Sonata's got it in the bag at ten points. This is the block where you're fighting over second place. We sort of talked about this in the preview. That is probably going to be a block like this. So at six points, you got Shota Umino and Kaito Kiyomiya. Five points, Gabe Kidd. Four points, Chase Owens and Hikaleo. Three points, Yoda Suji. Two, <laughs> two points, hasn't won a match. You're dogging on Yoda Suji. Hasn't won a match. Two points. Yeah, but we know Red Narita isn't him. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But at two points, <laughs> n- zero wins, Ren Narita. So basically, Sonata's going to win, and this is probably going to be a match to decide who faces Kazuchika Okada. Is it Shota Umino? Is it Kaito Kiyomiya? Gabe Kidd has a chance to sneak in there. Um, I love Shota. I do. Mm-hmm. If it's anyone but Kaito Kiyomiya, they did this wrong. Mm-hmm. 
it does feel like it has to be Kaito Kiyomiya, right? I mean, we talked about it in the preview. It feels like it has to be Kaito. I also just called him the MVP, so if he doesn't make it, I'll be very angry. <laughs> I guess that's also true. You got you to gotta back up your claim here. Um, well, he has been. I've enjoyed his matches the most. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Haven't seen his Chase Owens match. Yeah, I believe there's like eight points roughly uh, outstanding. You know, yeah. so Shota Umno or Kaito have a chance to maybe get first place. Uh, Sonata would have to lose probably the rest of his matches. Um, two, one of them, I'm pretty sure against like Chase Owens. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure he's not going to be able to do that. Um, so you know, it's possible, but really, it's you know, you're talking second place. It's got to be Kaito. It's got to be Kaito. It's got to be Kaito. Uh, who else does Kaito have to face? Do we have a... He has Hikaleo and Ren Narita. Yeah, that's a good shot. That's, that's a good chance of winning the whole thing. I mean, at, at best, he beats probably Hikaleo and maybe draws against Narita. I mean, at worst, so right? Shota, Shota faces Suji, so just toss another draw. And then, I would love uh, to not do a draw there and do like one actual win. That would be impressive. But it'd probably be a so draw. Funny if a Suji lost. <laughs> I would hate that. As a Gene Blaster myself, I would be greatly upset. Yeah, the Genes haven't been blasting lately. They they it's got blasted dry. versus Chase Owens, but is that a full Gene Blast? Is that a satisfying no, Gene Blast? That's a that's a reverse. <laughs> that's a Gene suck. <laughs> uh, and Sh- so Shota versus Suji. What's the other match? Um, uh, what tomorrow? Sure. Whenever it is. Sonata, Gabe, Kid, Hikaleo, Kaito, Kiyomiya, Ren Narita, and Chase Owens. So who's Shota facing? Suji. Oh, no, the, uh, not the not the Suji match. Oh, the, the last other. day? Yeah, last uh, day. Hikaleo. Hikaleo. Okay. So that's probably a win. Who has beaten the other two? So, so Hikaleo has to face Shota and Kaito Kiyomiya. You would think he loses both of those. And then it basically comes At down least to one. Suji and Ren Narita. Interesting. Interesting, 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 interesting. Uh, what, about, uh, what about Suji and Renarita? D- didn't you say it's Suji versus uh, Umno? No, 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 it's not that. What is it? Uh, he's facing Gabe Kid on the last night. That's what it is. Let's just go to B Block. I'm confused about it. I don't have a schedule in front of me. B Block, B Block, Dokata. So, yeah, basically <laughs> tied at eight points each, four and one each. Kazuchika Okada and Will Ospreay, um, battling over first place. <clears throat> Um, you got Taichi at six points. You have Yoshihashi, Kenta, and Tangaloa all at four points. You got Great Okan, Alpha, and Tasmo both essentially eliminated at two points. Alpha and Tasmo only has one win. Only one win. You sure? That's what, according to Post Wrestling, the website I'm looking at, got he is one in three. That's not enough matches. That's not enough matches. You're right. That is one in three, and everyone else has five matches, and according to this, he has four. So post-wrestling, we found the bug. You're goddamn yeah. website. You're canceled. You're canceled, John Pollock. You hear me? Hear me way? You're canceled. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, now. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, you. Settle down. Uh, let, let, let me talk to you. Please. Yeah, please. Uh, L fan, L- give me give me the L Fantas score update, proper score update. L Fantasmo has four points. He's got four points. Who's who is he beaten? Kenta and, and 
Tangaloa. Great. So he's got four points. He's tied with Yoshihashi, Kenta, and Tangaloa. Great Okan eliminated. You would have to think basically the four people, the four point people probably eliminated. It looks like this block, it might be Taichi at second place. And then Okada, well, no, that wouldn't make any sense. It might just be going down to Okada versus Osprey. Something could happen with Taichi. Maybe a four person, four point person squeaks up into the win here. But do you really think yeah. either Yoshihashi, Kenta, Tangelo, or El Fantasma are squeaking past Okada and Osprey at this point? I sure hope not. Yeah. So it's probably just going to be between Okada and Osprey, and it's just a matter of who gets first, who gets second. You would think with Kaito and Shota and all them in A block, Okada's getting first, Osprey's getting second. Despite Osprey beating Okada. So there'll be something yeah. like point differential Maybe there Fantasma somewhere. Maybe Fantasma beats him the last night or something. Uh, yeah. Beats Osprey. Yeah. That sounds plausible. He still still makes it, but loses first seed. And yeah, and that might be like a kind of maybe decider for second place. Maybe El Fantasmo second run. He doesn't get to second place, but he plays spoiler. You know? That could happen. That could happen. That could happen. Uh C block, you got eight Ugh. points each. David Finley and Evil. Seven <laughs> at seven points, you have Tamatonga. Six points, Eddie Kingston. Five points, Shingo. And then all eliminated. Hanare, Mikey Nichols, Tomohiro Ishii at two points. Is is that what hell looks like? <laughs> David Finley and Evil as your top two. <laughs> With Tomatonga, sure like Eddie Kingston definitely still in it. And Shingo like late stage run trying to make his way through. But he's Shingo drawling. has to win out and hope everyone else loses. Yeah, but he's drawling against Tomatonga over here. And it's like, come on, my guy. What are you doing? Lost to Hanare. Uh, it's uh i mean i got nothing on this one i got it's bad i mean david finley evil evil doesn't make it oh yeah i'm thinking david finley or evil are definitely in the top two one of them might get spoiled out david finley so yeah i would think and he's also a champion so i would think david finley he's making it through and then just probably not eddie kingston Probably not Eddie Kingston, so maybe Shingo. Shingo, maybe Tama makes it. What's that last night for C Block? Didn't he, didn't he make it last time? Who Shingo? Tama Tonga. I believe so. Wasn't he in it last year? I believe Wasn't he him was. Okada. I believe it was. Just for some reason, people asked for that. So what's that C Block final? I'm for getting them? it. I know, I know, I know, I know. Eddie Kingston and David Finley. Interesting. Sh- Shingo Takagi and Evil. Interesting. Amatonga and Hanare and Ishii and Mikey Nichols. That'd be an interesting spot to give Hanare another win if you want to get Tamatonga completely out. Because otherwise, you're giving Tamatonga another win? He, you know, you should do. You, you should know, just get Shingo into this damn thing. Yeah, I mean, that's because that's the thing. Hanare being Tamatonga could be interesting because, I mean, Tama winning puts him right in contention of first and second place. So having right. Hanare beat him final night, that gets him out. And now you've got basically Finley and Eddie and Shingo and Evil. And that's going to decide first and second place right there. Right. I presume. Um, Shingo still has a little work to get there, though. Uh, D block. I don't want to say if it's necessarily your favorite block, but uh, it's certainly uh, doing something to you. At eight, it, is, it is the block of pain for me. The block of pain. The D it stands for pain. so sad. 
Uh, eight points, Jeff Cobb and Zach Sabre Jr. Naito and Tanahashi at six points. Four points, Goto and Shane Hayes, probably gone, eliminated. And two points, Alex Coughlin, Toriano. Just straight up eight, six, four, two. No shenanigans. No nonsense. Eight, six, four, two. Everybody is kind of basically even footing. Basic block. We're thinking Naito, Jeff Cobb, uh, Naito, Tanahashi, final night. Is that the cider still? Um, the deciders are Goto and Saber, Jeff Cobb and Shane Haste, Toro Yano and Alex Cobb, and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tetsuya Naito. So Cobb might be getting the win over Shane Haste. Maybe a spoiler, but I, I don't think so. Who was Naito against? Hiroshi Tanahashi. Oh, yes, of course. How can you forget? Who was Zack Saber Jr. against then? Goto? Aroki Goto. All right. So, I mean, realistically, Zach, for probably for Naito and, and Tanahashi, I'm just doing this off the top of my dome, folks. For Naito and Tanahashi to get into the first or second place, Cobb and Zack Sabre Jr. have to probably lose both of those matches, if not at least one of those matches. Tanahashi ain't getting in, so it's Naito gets in. One of those two are out, I'm sure. Yeah, Naito would have to get in, and you would have to think Cobb and Zack Sabre Jr. are going to lose one of those matches. Is it Cobb losing to Shane Haste, or is it Sabre losing to Goto, an injured Goto? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Who's to say? Who well, is to fighting say? through it? So Yeah, you got to give him that much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's sad to hear that you're not enjoying the G1 Climax. Uh, as I watch five more nights to catch up, I'm what, enjoying the. Yeah, what are some stuff you're nights. enjoying? Give me, let's give let's get some positivity. What are, what are things the that you've odd enjoyed? nights of the G1 are good? What are some of your favorite matches from those matches? The things for me to look forward to, please, for the love of God. <laughs> what the hell is day five? Well, tell me, tell me where that was. Uh, let me pull up my handy dandy match guide here. Um, I believe day five was an A-B block night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, that's odd. Sonata and Suji? Yes, Sonata and Suji. I love that, that match. Good, that was a great night. They had three good matches for once. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I liked that night. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Ishii and Shingo was good, not great. Good, not great. Night. Oh, for me. Yeah. How was how was Hanari Eddie Kingston? Was that two guys battling over punching each other to death? It was fine. Was there bullet club shenanigans between Evil and Finley? Painfully amount. Oh God. Oh, and God. there was no angle. Just just shenanigans. Was uh Chris Samson right in saying that on night seven there was something exciting happening between Great O'Conn and Will Ospreay? Uh they had a good match. <laughs> Oof. Uh, I'm just giving I'm just giving my immediate like thoughts. Sonata and Kaito was that good? Sonata and Kaito was at that point my favorite match of the tournament. <sighs> Got something to look forward to. Got something to look forward. Was Kenta That's versus Taichi bullshit the, or no? Of course, I love the Muto Bowl, yeah. dude. Was Kenta okay. versus Taichi pull, bullshit or no? I gave it one star. Oh, God. <laughs> I saw the, that. I'm like, that they, feels like bullshit right there. They played, like, music beforehand. Like, they, like... They did a dance battle? Kenta was playing his air guitar with his belt while Tai Chi sang, and then the match pretty much ended in seconds. 
Um, night eight, you said Ishii and Eddie was uh, good, not great. Uh, Ishii and Eddie's my favorite match of the tournament. All right. So, well, it was the other one you said. It was the... Shingo and Ishii. Shingo and Ishii. Um, okay, match the tournament right there. That's something to good look forward to. Um, Cobb and Saber were good too. Cobb and Saber. All right, that's good. That I'm looking forward to that. Um, Gabe Kidd and Kaito Kiyomi, I heard was interesting. It was excellent. Yeah, it was great. Um, and Okada and Oscar. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, that was going to be great. Um, and the most recent night was the worst night I think I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Yeah, so that was what was the give me the best match in night ten. Zack Saber Jr. versus Shane Haste. Oh yeah, you already said that. And you said, excuse me. And that was the <laughs> third. That was not the main or the semi main. Oh man, that's a rough night. That's a rough night. Yeah, that's a. I think the downside to this kind of tournament layout is that in not having tag matches opening the show is that you have a lot more stinkers opening up the shows. I think that's a downside to this sort of tournament. The upside. You know, you know what's the downside to this sort of tournament? You shouldn't be having 32 people with 16 stinkers. <laughs> Remember how Aussie Open was going to be in this tournament? 100% yep. 100% going to be in this tournament. Yep. And then they got Mad Mikey Nichols. Yep. Hey, know. Mad Mikey Nichols hasn't been the weak point. No, no, you're you're right. You're right. He has he has not been a weak point. He's done his best. You know, I can appreciate someone's best. Damn it! I can. Everyone else stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate Mad Mikey. Mad uh, Mikey and Shane Hayes deserve some goddamn respect after this tournament. All right, that's they, good. They're they're going out there and trying. They're not wasting my time like certain other people. Has the Shane haste uh, or Mad Mikey Nichols Hiroshi Tanahashi matches happened yet? Whoever's in that bl- same block as Tanahashi, has uh, the Shane haste Tanahashi match happened yet? Yes, it did. Who won that? Didn't Shane haste win that? Uh, it was like a night four or something. Shane haste beat Naito. Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, no, Shane haste versus Tanahashi night four. Who won that match? Gotta look this up now. Shane Haste. I think Tanahashi. I mean, off right off the dome, it feels like Tanahashi had to have won that match. Uh, that's the match that I fully believe was probably going to be Tanahashi versus uh, Kyle Fletcher. This sucks. I can't even find. I can't even find it on a cage match. Fuck it. I'm done. We're done. We're done. Let's get out of here. We're done. <laughs> we'll be back with a better episode next week. <laughs> Hey, I thought this was pretty good. It was nice and flowing. We'll have more structure and all that stuff. You know, I thought it was a good show. I thought it was a good show. And next week, I mean, next week we're going to talk in, uh, I mean, I'll, hopefully I'll be caught up by the G1 next week. Um, we'll see about we'll that. Previewing the final, right, pretty much? Or the semis or uh, something? Yeah, previewing the semis for sure next week. We'll probably be previewing those semis. We'll talk about opening night Noah N1 victory and how exciting that was. Talking SummerSlam and uh, how boring the matches were, but great the crowd was. Oh, come on. I just talked about it. You know what? SummerSlam's better than the whole G. Wow. That's a to that point. To that point. To that point. We're, of course, going to be previewing. You know why? Because it's going to be a lot shorter. 
If I'm not mistaken, I was mistaken last time we... Uh... I take the G1 comment back. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. Yeah, he. he I know for a fact he does not mean it, folks. He want, he's, he, I'm egging him on. He's I'm just angry. Maybe we'll have an all-in match. If we have an all-in match scheduled yeah. by the next time we record... Yes. I don't know. We'll talk about it, I guess. <laughs> next <laughs> week will probably be uh, more G1 Climax, maybe more Five Star, more... We'll talk about Noah, SummerSlam review... And you know Scotty's excited about that Triple Mania Mexico City preview coming at you. Triple Mania, the worst show of all time. I do you know? Let's let's check out Lucha Vlog. Do they have any matches announced? Oh wait, they have that four way. They have that four way match announced. That was the uh, hair versus mask match. That's now a four way. That doesn't really matter whatsoever. Um, Here's an even better question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why? Does why why do they suck so bad? Conan, probably be my best guess. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. God, this show. <laughs> That's triple mania show, Scotty. <clears throat> oh my god! Okay, here we go. Mask versus hair match. La Park, Sam Adonis, Psycho Clown, Roosh. I mean, that should be the best match on the show, probably. Uh. Uh. The AAA Mega Title Match. Give me a guess on who is in this match. Give me the best guess you got. Obviously, what? Viking. The AAA Mega Title Match. Four way. Obviously, Vikingo. Who else was in it? I remember it being ass. <laughs> to your best guess. You got an American. You got a Canadian, and you got... I think this guy's American, but he's uh, of Hispanic. No, he actually is from Mexico. So you have a Mexican, uh, a Canadian, and an American. Did they did they get QT Marshall in there? Nope. He's in a different match. Uh, Fighting sorry. for a vacant... Sam Adonis? Nope. He's in the four-way, the hair versus mask match. All right, all right. Uh, I don't care. All right. So. The, you, got, you got Mike Bailey? Well, that's good. You got Jack Cartwheel? That's... <laughs> And he got Daga. <laughs> of course, you have the Latin American title on a vacant four-way. So many four-ways. The three main event matches are all four-ways. <coughs> the Latin American title, Pentagon, Drillistico, Brian Cage, QT Marshall. There's a good chance QT Marshall is winning the title here. <laughs> Ty of Valkyrie versus Flamer. Get into it. Get into it, folks. Jesus Christ. Conan has the gall to go onto his own podcast and knock on the booking of every other major promotion. And he's booking Brian Cage, Drillistico, Pentagon and QT Marshall for a vacant town. He's booking Daga, Mike Bailey, and Jack Cartwheel for the biggest show of the year, folks. Versus Vikingo. What are we doing? What are we doing? Anyways, Scotty, please get us out of the show. Give me your match of the week. Give me some plugs. I'm sure the fans at home, I'm sure the fans at home love this show. But we got to get out of here. Go to bed so I can upload this goddamn podcast. So that we can come back next week and preview Triple Mania. That's what we got to do on the docket. That's what we need to do. I'm about to cough and die some more. And maybe next week I'll be better. Maybe next week I'll be dead. Who the heck knows? But Scotty, give me some plugs. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Scotty Wrestling. Twitter? 
What the hell's Twitter? They got rid of the logo on their, on their <laughs> the headquarters fuck? already. It's it took over. a day. <laughs> we're putting, we're, the bird's going to be back because they couldn't get X.com, so it doesn't matter. Um, match of the week, Mascara Dorada 2.0 versus Rocky Ramiro. I really want to see that match. I really want to see that match. I need, catch, I need to catch up on CMLO. I'll have an interview out Wednesday. Ooh, can you announce who it is? No, actually, I could. It's done. Um, but um, I'll just say she has an event on Friday. Her own, named after her. If you can't figure, if you can't figure that out, then oof, oof. And uh, you got uh, something coming out for Stardom Road? Not Stardom No, yeah, Stardom Road. Uh, till next week. Until next week? But you want to talk about what that is? So get some... Um, yeah, it'll be a two-part Q&A. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we didn't want to do research. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, we're, we're serious. Um, but we also <laughs> want to answer questions. Kind of go through the history of Stardom. We have plenty already. So, But if you for happen, for some reason, want to... Toss one over, shoot it to me over on Twitter, shoot it to me on Discord, whichever you prefer, mm-hmm. and I'll make sure to add it. But it should be a fun two episodes as we uh, talk our favorites of whatever and, you know, talk about who shoulda, who coulda, things like that. Should be a lot of fun. So, especially like any, be his- there. And especially any historical questions, you know, uh, yeah, about Star. Prefer- preferably you ask historical questions. Yeah. But- we got a few about current day two that we'll answer. Just of course. To, of course. You know, keep it spicy. Keep it spicy. Well, you can follow me on social media at Ryan Knight. So you can follow Scotty at Scott E wrestling, follow the whole show at count out pod. It's a bunch of podcasts on the network for count out. You got ring post radio. You got your dose of death. You got a uh, star road, the aforementioned scar road. And of course, if you're enjoying the, uh, uh, Geoman climax, I think these guys are definitely enjoying the G1 Climax. And if you want more thoughts on the individual shows of the G1 Climax, check out Okada Shorts. They've been doing um, essentially daily audio for the G1 Climax uh, show for every night. I believe they're all the way up to night nine. And I think night 10 will probably come out maybe tomorrow. I'm not going to speak too soon. Uh, I have to check my Slack to see if I got a Slack from them about publishing an episode. Um, no, I do not. Uh, but maybe I'll get one overnight because one of the guys lives in Australia. Um, but the Okada Shorts, if you want a G1 Climax, if you want basically daily audio about G1 Climax, Okada Shorts is the place to be. Um, quick little 20, 30 minute bites uh, on thoughts about the G1 Climax and how it's going for them so far. They've got some positive notes. They got their, they talk to negas when they do. And uh, it's very interesting. So again, Okada Shorts uh, on the Count Out Network. Um, match of the week. Scotty didn't give her match of the week, but if I had to give my match of the week, it would be the AEW World Tag Team Title Match from Collision because I'm a collider now. Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood versus MJF Madden Cole. All the bullshit dance and stuff out of the way. We got some good old classic tag team wrestling. This is what being a collider is all about, and uh, I'm happy to be one now. Scotty, what was your match of the week? I said Dorada and Rocky Romero. Oh, yeah, you're right. I wasn't paying attention to you. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Now you're wishing Dylan's back. You, you know, you, you come back and you get the horns. You get the horns, baby. Uh, the bulls, uh, uh, the Roosh Bulls back in action, baby. Oh, he's back. He's he's better. He's better than ever. He's 
slowly dying. I need to drink some water. My throat is gone. End the show. See everybody. Goodbye. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.